On this episode of Friend Code, we're talking about the recent Nindies Direct and the rumor of achievements finally coming to the Nintendo Switch. Hello everyone, welcome to a new episode of Friend Code. I'm your host, Michael Damiani, and today I'm joined by guest Kyle Bossman. Hello. And Bradley Ellis. Achievements. Achievements. We'll get to that a little later. But uh, Nintendo Direct happened pretty recently. No, that's the thing. You called it recent? We gotta admit, that happened a while ago. <laughs> you just interrupted before I was about to say it. Okay, all right. Stop breaking kayfabe. No, no, no. He's, he put <laughs> a question mark. He put a question mark at the end of that, certainly. Kyle Bossman. All right. Still this doesn't, is doesn't know show. me. Okay. Still doesn't know Dami me well enough. <laughs> Calm down, Regis. It's okay. It's okay. Before we get to any of that, Kyle. Before we get to any of that, yeah. Laughing Bossman. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's going to be your boss name, by the way. Laughing Bossman. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, we got to do a segment called Dear Nintendo. Yeah. We dive into the past. Dude, I don't think I've ever been on for one of these. Nintendo. Oh, this is good oh, stuff, Brad. Brad Ellis' first one. I don't think I've ever one. been on one yet. Nintendo Power Issues. Ooh, baby. And we got... This nice cover here. This a link to the past cover, so you guys can check it out. An actual person cosplaying. It looks so serious. Like this is production value. Legend of Zelda: A Link to the Past. Magic, danger, and daring deeds. He's holding his shield wrong. What is do you he? Mean? He's yeah. holding it up. Yeah. He's blocking getting, from above. He's getting ready. There's an octorock. It, you know, it's because it's of the framing. <laughs> Come on, it's the framing. So this is volume 34, and as Kyle likes to know, when, what month is that? Yeah, month and year. Month I need and it. Year. So it was March of 1992. Okay. And uh, real quick before we move on, wow. check out their yo their subscribe stuff, like using the comic art and stuff. Whoa! Remember they used to do comics. In Smash into fantastic new adventures every yeah. month. I like that. And then they have <laughs> the enemy holding Nintendo. Power. Honestly, this is p- part of the fun of owning a games console is getting a magazine like this and mm-hmm. anticipating each month. Yes, I get it. Yes, I get it for I, sure. Yeah. Oh, sorry. Wind. Oh, windy. Oh, windy. So, player's poll section. Mm-hmm. Theme was, what do you want? This is the question oh, nice. which we posed to you in volume 30. Okay. It was an effort to come up with an irresistible incentive for renewing your Nintendo Power subscription. We're still working on new incentives, but we thought it might be interesting to share a few of the suggestions which were received. So, these are people writing in... So to to back up a little bit, when you subscribed to Nintendo Power back in the day, even if you were a current subscriber, when you renewed, you got a bonus. It could be a oh. free strategy guide okay, from Nintendo Power, a new uh, like a Super Mario sixty four CD, a cool T shirt. Yeah, you usually got a list of options you could choose from. Did people get Dragon Warrior the game? That I, was way back. I think that's yeah, when that Nintendo Power first came out. Or something cool, like that. cool. Well, I was too young to remember that. Sure, sure. But. Those are the types of things you can get yeah. in addition to the power supplies catalog. Yeah, I got nice. the uh, Ocarina of Time soundtrack, I think, from it. Whoa. Okay. Good stuff. That's a, this is how I used to get all my players' guides, like, for it's, free. It's through the resubscribe. Okay. Right, yeah. Dang, nice. good, I used to plan that. It was pretty good. So, they're asking readers to submit what, what would be some of your incentives that you'd like us to do to get, us to, to get you to renew. By the way, we should do this as a Patreon. Okay. Yeah, this, this is, is genius. this is a good lesson. It to is. Us yeah, right this here. is good stuff. This is a good Patreon lesson from uh, yeah. March of 1992. So I'm gonna read all these because they're pretty short. Uh, so first up, uh, serious cash flow is the title of this one. Mm-hmm. This is what would be irresistible. A I'm just gonna read the the numbers because I don't know how to say this number. Okay. Dollar sign, one hundred, comma zero zero zero, comma zero zero zero, comma. 000, 
zero 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 comma zero 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 comma zero 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 comma zero 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 comma zero zero comma those three zeros and comma and then last three more zeros shopping spree so a gajillion dollars shopping spree of course i know you can't do that but it would be nice i can't believe they printed that do you know what that kid thinks he's being cute and you know what their reply was from dinner power this Uh is such an easy ally thing extremely nice extremely nice must be nice. Yeah. <laughs> this is Nintendo Power back in the 90s. Like, we, we know must be nice before you guys. I don't think kids like that are cute. That kid thinks he's being cute. Kids think they're you, cute. It's probably a yeah. teenager. Probably was in that, yeah. I don't think that's a teenager. Nah, this is probably a teenager. It's probably a 12-year-old. <laughs> probably 11-year-old. They're probably younger. It's probably well, a 7-year-old. That was 10 sets of zeros, though, right? Uh, it was a lot. It okay. was one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, el- ten whole sets of zeros, and then a hundred at the beginning. Right. Okay. So okay. eleven sets of three des- numbers. You'll have some corrections on that. Well, somebody knows. That's not a correction. We just need someone to tell us how tell to pronounce it. Tell us what that it. is. Tell wait, us what that wait, is. Yeah. Just tell us what that is. First, tell us what you want, and then tell us what that number is. Yeah. Uh, and in this corner, mm-hmm. I think it would be cool to offer free Nintendo Power boxing shorts. I've included a sketch. Right. That person's right. I've included a sketch of what they may look like. Whoa. Whoa, with a little NP on them. Boxing I'll shorts. Hold up the page and stuff for a little bit. Here's everything we're going to be reading if you want to take a look at it. But the bottom corner down here. Yeah, we have, a, is, we have a new uh, 8K camera that's going to be able to enhance. Yeah. And on that, you'll be able to see For that one boxes. person who keeps me comments about they think this section is pointless because we don't scan everything in. Um... <laughs> Yeah. I well, did, no, we I, should I did, describe it. To, we should even describe it to listeners. People yeah, yeah. So for listeners, listening. it is a pink set of briefs yeah. with the, the tie, uh, un, untied version. Yeah. Most shorts now come like with a string already connected, already tied. Yeah, it these are boxing like, shorts. Yeah. And then it has the NP logo as a diamond. Like, uh, that's a diamond. their own custom logo, I would have to say. That's not an official Nintendo Power logo. No, it's not official. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, it, no, it's, no. it's a diamond. It's, it's, it's a cascading... A cascade style of these diamonds with NP in the middle. Yeah. And uh, the NP kind of like starts narrow on the left and right sides and it gets like taller as it gets the to the NP middle. The NP is lime green and the shorts are pink. Yeah. <laughs> it's a combo. It's uh, interesting. And they printed it. Nintendo Power said it. It's good enough. Yeah. Let's do it. It's like, this is good. Brand it. A case of bribery. Okay. What would make renewing absolutely irresistible? <laughs> If you would print this Halloween photograph of my son Tyson as Dr. Mario and Game Boy, that's what. We made this costume together and he won our mall contest. Don't even show me that. I want to see it. That's a parent being too cute. Kyle's it's not, Nintendo Power. Kyle's not happy like Nintendo that. Power asked a question and then this person tried to find, weasel their way into the magazine with this costume. Well, Nintendo with a Power completely unrelated thought it was worthy. They love pictures. This is this is the back in the day when he sent like extra stuff. He totally get printed. Yeah. And Nintendo Power says, okay, Kathy, we're happy to run the photo. Where's the cash? <laughs> nice. They, they want their money. They want their money. Look, yeah. they're being snarky. Here's, yeah. a, here's the next one. Good dental hygiene. I would run to the post office to order a yearly subscription to Nintendo Power if you offered me three truckloads of candy and a portable dentist for all the cavities I would get. And their reply, let's see. Three truckloads? Nah. You wouldn't need a dentist. Your teeth would have fallen out by that time. 
I don't think you should. Poor attempt at humor. I don't think you should do these anymore with Kyle on here because he literally can't handle these. These. Th this is not a. These are these are a little rough. This is know, like this, a little cute to cute section. A, a I, I like. It was a slow month. <laughs> yeah, this, this was a slow month. <laughs> what month was it? March, which means they're probably writing this in December. Just like I want candy and then a de a little portable dentist. Oh. Air Hagen. Okay. Something totally irresistible would be if you renewed for a year. If you renewed for a year, mm -hmm. you would be able to get three of your friends to play a basketball game against Michael Jordan and Scottie Pippen. Dude, this is taking me back. See, this is, I believe, is something that person actually wants. Meh. All right. No response from Nintendo on that no one. No response. Huh? Okay. Just <laughs> They're just like, so no. here's the question they ask for the, for the next time. Okay. So they want people to write in about this. Sure. If you could be any video game character, who would you be? Link, Ryu, oh, Ryu uh, Hayabusa, Hayabusa. That's uh, Ninja Gaiden. Yeah. Uh, Princess Toad. Sorry, wow, there's a typo. Princess Toadstool? There's a typo? They they misspelled her name? Oh, no, I'm just reading it. I, okay. I thought there was only one X. Nice damage there's control. <laughs> Mega Man, Bowser, Donatello, Zitz from Battletoads. Uh, Blarg from Super Mario World, the fire guy it comes yeah. out of the lava. The Blarg's hippo, amazing. Dude? No, no, Blarg's the like dragon-looking thing that comes out of the oh, lava. Are they doing this Blarg. to stir our creativity, or are those You're are right. only options? No, those are the, the stir your creativity. Oh, okay, all right. Send your letters explaining what character you'd like to be and why you'd want to be that character. Okay. To Nintendo Power. Let me give right. the address and everything. All right, what else they got here for us? I want to be a bunch of coins. So I get a bunch of money and a bunch of candy, Nintendo Power. They're like, we'll print it. There you yeah, go, little those, kid. Those, those aren't the best letters so far. I'm not going to lie. Other stuff was... I mean, the player's pulse art works pretty cool, but nah. You live where? What? This is the title of the next letter. You live where? I don't know if this goes with I the want, theme. Damiani, I need somebody complaining about a video game. That, those are the I most don't know. Fun. These are the last two, so okay. we'll see what we got here. All right. Yeah. 90s are When Nintendo era. first came out, yep. to say we enjoyed hours upon hours of Mario and Luigi would mm -hmm. be an understatement. Seven months of that enthusiasm produced these scenes on the walls of our son's room. Christy and DJ actually live in Super Mario Brothers World. Ooh, is it mm -hmm. Nintendo the idea for Super Mario World? No. <laughs> uh, this is after that. Though these scenes were painted years ago by my wife and I, our enjoyment of the NES has not diminished. 35 games in a Super NES system later, we still spend time squashing creatures, dueling monsters, and jumping the longest gaps. And they send a picture of their kids with their wall painted like the underwater level. Yeah, that would be Mario. huge on Reddit today. Yeah. That'd be huge. The parents like making that. That'd, yeah, that'd be like a, like a big post on Kotaku as well. Yep. It'd be like, check out this the parents love their kids. Dan Dario, are you still playing? Are you still playing? I want to believe those. Reach out to us, Dan. Reach yeah. out. Reach out to us. Are you still playing? You still squashing? From the hot glue kingdom. Dude, hot glue guns. A few years ago, I decided to make toy figures out of hot glue. Ooh. I found that the creatures in Nintendo games were easy to make. After I got better at making them, I started to make the people. The characters are solid hot glue. On some of them, I glued cloth on and then used magic markers on them. After this, I spread a thin spread on a thin layer of hot glue so that it won't come apart. Sorry. Can I see this? Yeah, you get, Brad, you gotta see it, dude. Sorry, I'm trying to get this ant off of here so I don't get like bit by it. Uh, <laughs> the newer ones, Ganon, Link, Zelda, and 
April as an April O'Neil, uh, were painted. They have held up well considering my four-year-old niece, Casey, plays with them all the time. Here you go, Brad. Check so here's it. the thing. Again, to listeners. The, yeah, describe this, Kyle. Uh, it's very creative. It, it is a creative new medium to be working with of just globbing on hot glue onto hot glue. Uh, they they look awful. I don't think they look that bad for they a do. hot glue gun. Look at the shy guy. I dude. said for a hot glue gun. All right, for a hot yes, for a hot glue gun, they look great. I mean, I wouldn't recommend playing with these. <laughs> but sometimes you gotta do. Sometimes you gotta do what you gotta like, do. What whatever you got, you gotta do the best you can. All right. But I think like hot glue, it's not like there are cheaper materials to make better figures out of it than sure. hot glue. I feel like. Yeah. Maybe they just. It's know. a unique medium. I don't though. know. Gotta, I don't know why I'm defending these people. Gotta give it up. Just, this is, this 90s is like is the weird. early nineties. Yeah. Like this is the best. Yeah. Don't do. you remember like school hot glue? Oh, that's the, that's the Princess Zelda gun. from the cartoon, by the way. That's great. I can tell that at least. Okay. Nice. Yeah, you can tell what they are. So it, there is something there. Editor's corner. This oh. Gail Tilden. Okay. Editor in chief of Nintendo Power. What do you got to tell us about? Time for Nestor. Do you know who Nestor is? He's the the comic kid, right? Who's in all the comics? Yeah. To know, yeah. It's kind of like their mascot for the longest time. It's time for Nestor to break out his trusty calculator and do some heavy figuring. This month's issue contains the fourth annual Nestor Awards. The year 1991 has passed us by, but it left us with some fairly impressive software offerings. Vote for your favorite game in each of the given categories. The number of categories which you can vote on, has been expanded this year in an effort to give equal billing to all three Nintendo systems. The winners of the coveted Nestor will be announced in an upcoming issue. Ponder your favorites. Pull out the, prese- uh, pull out the perforated player's poll card, push your pen or pencil, paste your stamp, and put it in the nearest mailbox, please. Nestor and I thank you. How come they're voting in March? Well, because I told you this was probably December, their production mm-hmm. for Once magazines. Because mm-hmm. the questions in here were from volume 30. Right, right, right. Which would have been November okay. of 91. All right. So they probably were making this in December, January of 91, 92. You got to do your game of the years like a year ahead of time. I think we might have talked about the winners in the volume Yeah, we did actually. Yeah. Because that would be 12 issues later. So... Sorry, I just want to get this link to the past thing, and then we'll move on. Was that Hamburglar? Yeah, is, baby. Is that a Ronald McDonald game? Oh, MC Kids. MC Kids. I'll tell you my memory of MC Kids. I was not aware of it until I was in a class in college, and uh, you know, it's a lecture hall where mm-hmm. it's, you can like look down on people. There's a kid who would just open up his laptop and play MC Kids while I'm trying to pay attention. Isn't it Kids? Could not. I, I always thought it was McKids, but you can see periods between the M and the C But it's over like here. McDonald's stuff, isn't it? Yeah, but it Wouldn't said... Wouldn't it make sense? It said m.c.kids. They're trying to be cute, dude. Okay. I do an You're trying to be I'm cute. Not it. To start, man, all these comics. Look at Yoshi. Bring back. Yoshi. Yeah, they have the link to the past comic in here. I used to... Like, I love that thing. Say hello to the E3 team. Whoa, what the is E3 this? The E3 team. What is this? There's Hang on one second. Okay. E3 is in quotation marks. Sorry. The E3 team at Nintendo mm-hmm. of America stands for Evening Shift Team 3. Oh, and it's describing who they are. Are they like QA? Uh, hang on. By night and by day, at work and at play, E3 team members never cease in their preparations to answer 
the toughest, rarest, and weirdest video game questions in oh, America. Oh, they're on the hotline. So wait a second. This is before E3 exists, because E3 was, the first one was... You're right. It's still... Uh, was it? I, th- I think it's still a consumer electronics show at this point. Yeah, because CES... Uh, we'll have to double check. I, I don't want to look it up sure. uh, on my phone, but... Um, I don't know. That seems coincidental. Maybe E3 was going on. I it was. Yeah, that was coincidental. All right. Sorry. Ooh, look at that Metroid 2. Hey, look. It's Lemmings. Remember that game? Lemmings? Most right. of this magazine is guides. Yo, Dominic, of careful course. with those pages, dude. Yeah. He's not careful with pages. He's not careful with pages. We know this about oh, Dominic. Adam's Family. I, can't I, I just watched this on Netflix. <laughs> Adam's Family. Good movie. Is it the first one? Holds yeah. up. With Fester uh, coming back from the Bermuda Triangle... But like the the lady brainwashed him, so he thinks he's like a thief, and he's trying to steal the Adam's fortune, and like is the that... family suspects like he might not really be Fester, and then he as he spends more time with them, he starts acting like he's normal Fester. Mm-hmm. So you're like, wait, is he really or not? And then you find out like he ro- he was he was Fester. He just had amnesia. So two is the one where he's two... gonna marry the other person. Yes, two is the one with the camp, the summer yeah. camp, and everything. They're both really good. I cannot break. Man. Wait, we cannot break bread with you. Yeah. <laughs> that was such a good thing. Yeah, these are really just like you, glorified you found it. Guys. You're skipping. You found that. You found what you were looking no, for. No, but, it's a, glor- but it's a glorified guide. Oh. Like it's just Brad was right. These are just guides. Like that's all Nintendo Power was. It was basically little snippets of guide. Uh, sections for games that were coming out or had just come out, mm-hmm. and basically, I mean, th- th- there was like not really. I mean, there was the internet sort of, but this is like your best it's place, art, dude. Yeah, I know, it's dude. Good. You no, needed these for so many games, like Castlevania Two. Right. Good luck. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They they're very, real very at that helpful. specific spot for a certain amount of time. Ooh, CES. Look at that. CES special report. Yeah. So it is still CES special at this report. point. Yeah, they have like a big thing. Ooh, look, Capcom. Is CES no. a separate thing now? Yes. I feel like, yeah. Okay. Yeah. It's all TVs and cameras. Oh, okay. And stuff to shove in your cars. It's boring. Oh, it's... Sure. <laughs> stuff Nintendo Power. Cars. Nintendo Power. Good stuff. Good stuff. Dude, uh, yeah, this is Dude, great. Take a look at it. I'm I, getting I, so many flashbacks. We got some feedback last time about not diving into like the the extra stuff. Like just skim through it, but we. Last few ones, we were spending a lot of time like digging into the extra articles and Hold stuff. Hold on, dude. What's it's the... supposed to just be like the, the player's pulse. What's section. the pendant that does the electricity in A Link to the Past? There's a, Is he there's doing the, it here? There's the, there's the Bombos Medallion, which is the explosion. Yeah. There's the Quake Medallion, which is the Earthgate. Then there's and then the Ethos. What's the electric one, right? Ether. Ether. And that does like... The light, lightning? Yeah, it makes like the is lightning effect. Is he doing it right effect. here? Because the sword's in the ground, too. No, no, no you wish. You wish no. that's what that is. Then what's with this stuff? That's, that's lightning. Just, somebody just thought it would be cool, Brad. That's that's cool. lightning. And he's doing lightning. it. <laughs> he's doing it. Jeez, Brad. It was okay. a tease. Okay, he's got ether. He's got the ether medallion. All right. Um, to wrap up the Nintendo Power thing, I do have a little, uh, the one bit of housekeeping that I want to go over. Uh, I'm running out of Nintendo Power issues. Um, so this is kind of a plea. If anyone has extra issues that they no longer want, mm-hmm. and we're considering just like discarding them, uh, if you would like, you may go to the easyallies.com webpage. Find our P.O. Box mailing address where people send us various things, usually to open on our group stream night. Uh, if you'd like to send uh, your used copies because you want to get rid of them, go ahead and send them there. We'll to- I will totally give you credit on the show. Uh, copies provided by so-and-so, however you want to be credited. I'll include a letter. I'll read your letter. It's being very generous and stuff. Like 
Yeah. We'll totally do that. He nice. will crumple the pages. I, Guaranteed. Yeah, the basically it's a it's a uh, just like one way <laughs> thing. You're sending it with no we're not sending it back. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. If you send it to us, we will use it on the show, but it is gone. Not guaranteeing Consider it not, gone. Not guaranteeing its pristine condition. <laughs> it's like Unless donating it's a, your stuff to a museum. You know, yeah, unless for a good cause. no, no, because like a museum would take care of If it was volume one or any of the Nintendo Fun Club stuff, yes, yes, those okay. are then we put the gloves on, yeah, we, we would put the like, gloves on. treat that, and actually, those we would we would send back or something like that, those yeah. are very valuable, anyway. Point is, running out of those, so if you don't want us to print off pages of like digital copies that people have scanned and stuff. I actually have a physical magazine here to discuss that would uh, be most generous of you. Thank you. Otherwise, we could. I, I have other magazines. We could go to EGM. We could go to mm. Next Generation. I, ha- I have a few other game magazines from the 90s we could maybe switch over to. Uh, but I don't have any of those either. Can't beat that Nintendo Power Magic, though. Yeah. Look at good that. stuff. Look at that logo. Like, I, it's my, a good logo. I'll be honest. My hope was that... When I thought of it, I was like, it'd be cool if I had every volume from mm-hmm. one onward and just go in linear order and see the progression of Nintendo power. Like, and when we say, oh, write us in those questions or answers the questions. When we got to that, we could call back, hey, remember volume 30, whatever, when we read that? Here are the answers to that. Like, it would have been a nice continuity thing. I hear you. S- still could do you. that. I hear you. Still could do I that. I hear you. Yeah. I like it. Still I like hopping works. around, to be honest with you. I, got, I like hopping around. It's kind of a work in progress. Don't worry. Still still working on it, but thank you very much for thank anyone you. who will send that in in advance. With that out of the way, let's dive into our subject, our big subject. The Nindies. Nintendo Direct, Nindies Direct, 2017, right before PAX began. Mm-hmm. So this is a, a little old, old, not the most recent thing, but Nintendo did a spotlight showcasing 17 different indie games. Yeah. And uh an add-on to one and a special revelation at the end. So revelation. A revelation. What a, a surprise. What a word. And what's cool is a, a lot of it was new news. A lot of it yes. was showing off a new thing. And so that's pretty impressive actually for any Nintendo Direct or anything actually to like show new stuff for all of this. And so when you just said 17, that was super surprising to me. I think it might have been the most not, I was going to say interesting. Interesting and entertaining uh, indie video Nintendo has put out. Sure. Like they, they've, they've tried to put a focus on indies for a long time. and They've done events. They've done they've done videos. This might have been... Maybe because it's the volume. But uh, this is the most impressive that I can remember in recent memory. Yep. It was pretty good. And leading off the number one batting position mm-hmm. for their presentation... Super Meat Boy Forever. Coming first to Switch in 2018. Timed timed exclusive for Switch. And it is the sequel to Super Meat Boy. Which I can't say one of the greats, but in my opinion, it's probably one of the best platforming games ever made. Whoa. We have not had this discussion. Super Meat Boy. I did not know that. So, back game trailers. Yes. I believe it was, it was either Miguel Lopez or Justin Spear reviewed it. And they were out there playing it a lot. And every time they would sit down the controller, or it couldn't beat a level, and they, they needed a break. 
I would hop in and I'm like, yes, let's do this. Hit that capture button. It's like, boom. So when you have the, the good capture pris- units. The pris- yeah, do you remember there was an actual capture button? I remember the, the one. You would hit record GT on it. And I'd push it all yeah. the time and it just wouldn't work. <laughs> it's like, cool, I gotta reset everything. Jeez. But those controls were so crisp. Oh my god. So good. <laughs> and it fit and it fit with the theme of your just chunk of meat. So you hit a wall, you like slide with the, 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 the juices and stuff. Crisp controls fit with the theme of being a chunk of meat. Just let it go. Just let it go. I'm doing You should have sloshy controls if you're a chunk of meat. No. Regis. I'm purposely right. doing All right. I'm doing everything at the antithesis of you right now. Alright, got it. Just mm-hmm. to see your reactions. No one pushes bu- Kyle's buttons quite like Dominic. <laughs> no, I'm not even trying yet. Yeah. Here we go. Uh-huh. <laughs> I'm kidding. He's rubbing his hands together. <laughs> like, uh, soundtrack. <laughs> Killer soundtrack. Uh, yeah. There's a little bit of a story about the soundtrack. Yeah, the yeah. original soundtrack is only available on the e- original Xbox 360 in some other version. I forget. Was there's only PC? There's only two versions that have the original soundtrack. It might be the original PC. Not okay. the Steam PC, I think. Gotcha. Like, if you buy it today, you won't have that soundtrack. Yeah, so if you got it on any other platform or buy it now, they had to redo the soundtrack. Dang. Because of a little bit of a falling out. Um, stinks, because that original soundtrack is really good. Mm-hmm. Still go online and listen to it. Like, you can yeah. find it. It's just, if you're buying the game new nowadays, just be warned you're not getting that, that amazing soundtrack. I actually don't even know what the new one sounds like. I don't know if it's good or bad. I only remember the original one. It is not... People are not fond of it. Okay. I think it's like it's just there. And the one, the original soundtrack is so crazy. It's like metal, right? It's just like... In, but like non-annoying metal. So the, the, original, the, soundtrack music was fits. A, the original soundtrack was a standout. Yeah, yeah. Like, it was a very good soundtrack that stood out. The Whereas new I, one just does the job. Exactly. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. But yes, I personally love this game in, as a platformer. I, I think it might have the best platforming controls of any platformer. Mm. Like one up, like sorry Nintendo, like this is the best two D platforming controls I've ever experienced. Every single jump, like the control of trajectories and everything, I felt like I was in perfect control. Every mistake was mine. No BS hit detection. I might have screamed at it, but like when I sat down, I was like, that, was, that was all on me. Everything was on me. But I just love that game. And you're supposed to die. And like they oh, show yeah. a montage of you dying when you finally beat a level, yeah, which is really cool. Yeah, that thing was so cool. Yep. Like such a simple thing and just mm-hmm. adding that. But good stuff. And we're getting a sequel. And, yep. the, and from the, cool. the trailer they showed, you got sliding. Just like Mega Man. Adding to sliding. Something simple. Yep. Something new. Mm-hmm. And a, a punch, which can actually attack enemies, but also clearly is going to be used to extend your 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 Dude, several life times in the, in the air. trailer they do that, yeah, yeah, to, to, to for navigation. But it looks like it's a fixed distance, so like if you do it, there there are clearly going to be parts where you get like do it earlier than you expect. Otherwise, you're going to keep going and hit like a spike or something. Like there's a gap, you got to do it. If you do it too early, you don't make it. Do it too late, you're going into that spike. You got to mm-hmm. do just right, and that's what I love about that game. So we'll see. Mm-hmm. Uh, very interesting, as I said, coming exclusively to Switch first. So wait, when you're when you're watching that trailer and you freeze every time you hit an enemy with a punch, doesn't that bother you as okay, someone so who you, loves the controls? So as Kyle was saying, like he had an issue with the the, the temporary freeze. Yeah, it only happens when you make impact right. with an enemy. With an enemy. When you do it, it doesn't do it. Yeah, if it did it every time, that would bug me on the judging of uh, the timing for clearing some of those gaps. Mm-hmm. But for the enemy, I think it buys you a second. It's a it's a reward that freezes things, so you can look ahead. 
I think they're doing it so you can look a little bit ahead and regain uh, your focus about what you need to do where okay. you're going. I, that's what I'm assuming. I haven't sure. played it yet, so I don't know. It might it might be annoying, Kyle. Mm-hmm. I might play it and be like, "Yo, uh, can we undo this pause? Like, it's kind of stinks." Yeah. Or it might be, "Yo, this is a godsend. Like, it gives me a second to like see ahead again and like, all right, I could refocus because I was worried about this enemy. Now hmm. I, I know where to go. I, I don't know. If anything, that would ruin the focus for me because it would take me out of the momentum. I mean, like. You're in that groove and it just kind of halts you real quick. They expect you to get back into it. I don't know, but I could see your point too. I'm thinking of like the Wind Waker, like the attacks. It does the pausing and stuff oh, I don't like like on that. the hits. I don't like and that. some people love it, some people hate it. Like, yeah. why are they doing that? So you got to play it though. I think vi- you can see it sure. visually and comment on how it looks. Yeah. But I care more about how it's going to play. For sure. Well, we'll see. But I, I think that's a that's a that's a that's a pretty cool announcement. Yeah, that's a good one coming to to Switch. Definitely going to pick that up uh, unless. Some people say bad things about it before I get my hands on it. After Super Meat Boy, mm-hmm. Mr. Bradley Ellis talked about a little thing called a Shovel Knight King of Cards. What is this, Brad? What is it? Wow. Yes. Yes. <laughs> why yes? Dude, are you kidding me? What do you mean, why I'm, yes? I'm, I'm the moderator. I'm trying to get you. Shovel Knight is one of like... <laughs> It could be, it's like the rebirth, uh, they're filling the gap that Capcom left behind, I feel like, with platforming, like, side-scrolling, 8-bit kind of style platforming. They've had two other additional campaigns, which have been excellent, mm-hmm. and each play very differently. And King Knight looks like it's changing up again, Kyle. Yeah. Switch up the form, I'm sure they'll go through levels differently. Uh, they said something about new worlds. I don't know if that means actual brand new levels, because in the old ones, you go through levels that have been in shovel nets before but they're like rearranged differently a little so just more goodness coming in yeah they keep supporting this game for like a pretty long time yeah i'm just like "Mm, uh, well it's crazy because like uh, these were stretch goals and so they've been obligated yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Yeah. and so yeah that part is crazy but it's good because they've all been great yeah that's what i meant like the Mm -hmm. fact that like they've been up to this level of quality for so long after this rather than just being like eh, we're just gonna throw something out like their their approach to it is like this got to wow people, mm-hmm. and yeah, as you said, like Brad's like shovel knight too. Like what? Yeah, when they're done with all these obligations, then their next thing. Mm-hmm. Oh, whatever man. They, whatever they do, I'm hyped for. It doesn't so even matter. The last thing they're obligated Cassidy. to do is like the uh, the fighting game, the basically the Smash Bros version of Shovel Knight. Mm. Uh, but then I think after Turn that, the debt has been paid, and then they're good. Nice. Uh, did, sorry, did you mention the, the card game in it as well? Yeah, I it's like Triple Triad. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. It looks awesome. I'll play. It's good stuff. So, got that, a... That's huge, I think. I think it's huge that Nintendo uh, wants Shovel Knight to be... Because they, they also announced the three Amiibo. Uh, yes. And so, I think, like, Nintendo wants Shovel Knight to look like a Nintendo-established franchise. You know what I mean? Like, they want to be... Yeah, associated. Also be they want to be associated for what they're doing in the future. Like Nintendo's like, yo, uh, we're being good to you. So remember us when you make your next game. Yeah, I mean, I'm sure they're gonna probably want to go multi-platform because they know they can sell very well on their thing. But that timed exclusive or doing amiibo deals. Like, hey, if you give us some love, you know, maybe we can throw amiibo for your new game. So you mm-hmm. make a new character. Here's a new amiibo. That'll be like a rock star right there. Yeah, I mean, like we can compare it to. I mean, I'm I'm sorry, I'm already taking us broader, but if you look at like a like a Sony making sure Street Fighter Five is exclusive and helping them out with that, and and Microsoft making sure that PUBG helps like is associated with Xbox, Nintendo's going after many many indies instead because you know I don't think they can lock down deals like those. Correct, right? Uh, but 
uh, associating themselves with these brands and these games, I think is so smart for their platform. And I think they're doing the right thing with the money they have. It's good stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Sorry, my dream, and I, I'm sure Brad would love this too, is it's like Nintendo brokers a deal between between uh, the, the developers, uh, Yakuza Games, and uh, and Capcom. Yeah. Like, let's make it happen. Let's make yeah, it, here. Make, Mega Man. Let's make a Mega Man. Like, let them do a new Mega Man or something. And I was like, we'll, we'll, front yeah. the, we'll front the bill, Capcom. We'll do the marketing. We want, But we want this exclusive. And you know you have to develop it. Just like help them out with the assets and stuff. You know, supervise <laughs> some stuff. Let them develop it. They prove themselves. Mm-hmm. And you got a great Mega Man. I got a... Turn that fan off. Okay, sure, sure, sure. Uh, Shovel Knight. I, the Nintendo never got like exclusive extra stuff in the form of cr- how PlayStation got Kratos Battle and stuff like that. Xbox had Battletoads and everything. I think the PC version's getting Battletoads now too. Something like that. Okay. But Nintendo never got anything like that. No Mario or something in there, yeah, which n- I'm surprised about. Nintendo just got it first. Oh, no, it came on PC too. Oh. When it first came out. Okay. Uh, Plague Knight came out first on Switch, though, I think. No, Spectre Knight. Spectre Knight, yeah, thank yeah, you. Yeah, Spectre, yeah, Spectre Knight did yeah, come out yeah. first, but I'm just yeah. surprised, yeah. you know, I think they would want to, like, put a Nintendo thing in there. How cool would that be? Brad, can I tell you? Sure. I don't like those cameos too much. Why not? Because Shovel Knight just brought its own world that it cared about, and was there's no winking <laughs> in Shovel Knight. When you introduce, I mean, there's there's uh, the Baz, which is kind of winky. But uh, uh, when you introduce like these other video game characters, mm-hmm. I think you weaken the world a little bit that um, they that they set up. I don't. I think it's just for me. It's just a fun extra. Okay. Yeah. 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 Exactly. And like, it is. I, uh, it's not, it's Knight, not like everything hinges on yeah, the, that battle. Yeah. Shovel has like its yeah, own yeah. world and things set up, and it's just like a nice little fun bonus. Yeah. That's what it is to me. I definitely think the Battletoads was cooler than the Kratos, too. Yes, it is. Yeah. It is much cooler. Yeah. I think it's just, like it's a branding thing. Uh, Shovel Knight team is just like, yo, Shovel Knight is getting more exposure. Even by yes. including these things. And that's exactly it. Also, right. same thing. That's why Shovel Knight was in ukulele. Like, yeah. it, more and more as time has <laughs> gone on, that seems so out of place. It's, like, getting worse and worse. Like, wow, wh- why do they do that? Recognizability. But, like, st- standing here now, Shovel Knight is definitely the, the better, obviously, the better received. But I think it's the, the bigger presence uh like bigger you know uh uh what people think about more than ukulele like people yes. are like what's shovel knight oh i know what that is what's ukulele as time goes on people are like eh, wasn't that the bad game that tried to resurrect like banjo kazooie or something and eh, let's forget about that like shovel knight is like the more i think shovel knight holds, holds more clout dude than ukulele shovel knight is, that's fair to say that's excellent game yeah Shovel Knight holds more clout than any. Well, actually, I think you could make a case for Meat Boy having more clout than Shovel Knight. Absolutely. Oh no, I'm talking. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I was just comparing ukulele but and it, Shovel it's, Knight. It's in yeah. the upper tier, God tier. It's in God tier. I'm putting it in God tier. God yeah, tier it's land. in God tier. God tier land. Yeah. Um, what could possibly be in Kyle's God tier land was uh coming up next, Golf Story. Yeah. Dude, this looked so cool. I didn't even yes. know about this. It will be exclusively on Switch in September. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Announce it. Give me. Give us that date. TikTok, TikTok. Only a few Thursdays left. Players, <laughs> uh, Sideview Games, I think, is the name of the studio. I I googled it and oh, I cannot yeah. find out who they are. I don't know. Okay. Oh, Kyle did some sleuth thing. This is their first but game that they're developing dude, as a studio. Came up with this. Yeah. So you take on the role of a golfer, and you gotta solve problems by hitting a golf ball both on and off the green with eight different environments. Uh, in addition uh, to like uh, just playing golf, mm-hmm. they have the mini game stuff we saw, like disc golf, the the drone thing. Yes. Uh, but yeah, mini golf. Mini golf looked really cool. So a lot of stuff. 
Uh, but it's, it's like a golf RPG. It's an RPG, yeah, with yes. golf in it. Yeah. And you two seem super excited about this. Yeah, uh, if you've ever played uh, Mario Golf on Game Boy Color, mm-hmm. it was a golf RPG. Your progression... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Your progression through the story, through this RPG, it, it relied on your golf skill. And so, like, basically that would be your battles. And so it was kind of... Well, no, because they weren't random. It was a story about you climbing the ranks as a golfer, and so that was so cool. Uh, this seems to go... In an even more like golf oriented uh, fashion, in that like as you said, you solve problems with golf. Uh, in the trailer I just watched, he like knocked a golf ball through a fire, yeah, uh, like a little burning fire to like send a burning golf ball over to this area, and so it looks like you're playing golf like all over, like that's your power. Those yeah, are yeah, yeah. those are unique exactly. abilities, exactly. And uh, it seems like more story oriented. Where Go yeah, ahead, dude. I was thinking about I'm excited for the context behind a match something like that. Like yes. you could be like you could have a rival like a competition like in a like in like they showed them like a restaurant or something like that and it could be for arguing or something like that. Just adding story to a golf game. Yes. Be awesome. Yeah. This is uh, this is everything I want. This is uh, this is it. It's such a cool idea. Yeah. yeah. And I said Camelot and what what other game series Camelot made? Oh. Golden Sun. Mhm. Good. Good. I like I like Golden Sun. Yes. I, I like the Golden Sun series. I like Waluigi. Camelot's done some good stuff. Yeah. The, yeah. Like I trust <laughs> they them. They made I, Waluigi. Yeah. Yeah. Dude. yeah they're not. Good they're name. not making. But they're not making this. Obviously. Right. Be, right. It'd be amazing if they're making that. But like, because I said I trust them. But what have they done since the Golden Sun 3DS I game? Have no idea. Oh, I wonder if Camelot's no up idea. to. Uh, I have to dig in. I think they made that Mario 3DS that sports collection. Oh. Uh, I think okay. that was Camelot. Okay. Okay. And actually, they made the Mario 3DS golf game, too. Which, oh, that one was great, wasn't it? Was it was really yeah. good. It almost had some RPG stuff. Almost. It teased it, because you walk around as your me, and like you're, it's so close to almost being there. But yeah, I'm excited so for they're golf making good stuff going stuff. all the way. So, yeah, yeah. The, the spirit of that, you yep. see it in this game. And also the, 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 the art. Maybe. Yeah, it was great. Yeah, yeah. it was great. Good-looking art. It's really good. Um, next up, uh, funny concept, but I don't know about the game itself. It's my pretty much my two cents on this. Mom hid my game, mm. launching in late 2017 with exclusive stages on both Switch and Nintendo 3DS. Key thing, it's also a 3DS game. Looking at the trailer, it looks like a a, a, a browser game to me. It looks sure. like a WarioWare mini game. Yes, yes. there you go, nailed, nailed it. it, Brad. Yeah, yeah, yeah totally yeah. looks like that. It's basically click on stuff to find where mom would have hid your video game system. Like, oh, back in the day when you got grounded or in trouble, mom would take your console and be like, you're not getting this. I'm going to hide it. Yeah. It was your mission to be like, that's it. Parents are asleep. Where did they hide this? I got to beat that last level in Donkey Kong 64. Where is it? You oh, got to find the N64 console. Right, but it's point and click. You're yes. not adventuring it's or not, anything. Yeah. It's, it's 2D art that looks like like an airplane safety guide. <laughs> it's like, it's very... Warrior game. Yep. Yeah, yeah, exactly. There you go. Yeah. Um, but it is a... Uh, I think the interesting is it, it's a Japanese indie yeah. developed yes. game. Yeah, which so, is cool. Um, who knows? Maybe it's like two bucks, three bucks. I don't know. Yeah, price point. It's not going to be three, Damiani. I know. I know. <laughs> uh looks like something I would play on my mobile phone. Do you say it's on Switch and 3DS? Yes. Yeah, I think that's kind of cool, too. Yeah. Um, next up, and everyone kept asking me questions about what Kyle would think about this game. <laughs> Whoa. Floor Kids. Oh, right. Floor Kids. Uh, it is coming out holiday 2017, and it, it has traditional and touch controls, as we saw from the trailer. Uh, it is a rhythm action game. Uh, has It's from developer John John, because we're making sure we got it right. John John. 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 Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a 
basically it was like it was like the the freestyle dancing uh, rhythm game and you were, we were trying to figure out like with the control input and stuff because we saw like the three bars and stuff at the top like i remember you looked a little confused at first when you saw it kyle you see four you see four, four bots okay, four, yeah. four bars and basically they just imagine them as four empty rectangles uh and then they fill in on the beat uh and then the first is green and so i assume that's when you do the move because then the next three are all white and so it's like boof, 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 boof. And so I think you're supposed to like do a move on each of the fourth, uh, fourths, the first of the fourths. Uh, but uh, it's not clear to me how to play the game. What sucks is it was at PAX. You could oh. we could have played the game. It's interesting. It's got a hand drawn animation. Yeah. The the animation looks great. Uh, the 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 art is a little like intentionally sloppy. I think to accommodate for more. Uh, 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 animation yeah yeah because like if you were truly doing each frame of those like meticulously you wouldn't be able to have as many frames of animation so they went on the other side and i think that's a, it's an interesting choice for sure yeah and uh also uh the other neat thing about it we said at the top of this was the uh has swipe controls from the, from the i'm not touching my my screen but that's traditional that's traditional controls as well so don't worry can i say on the nintendo podcast i can say this right i, I downloaded a game yeah. Uh, I forget what it was called. It's <laughs> okay. like it's called like Super Ball or something like okay. that uh, on the Switch. Uh, I progressed to a point where it said, "Okay, undock your Switch. This next mini game to pro- to progress the game, you got to touch your screen for this next part." Oh, wow! Yeah, that sucks. And I said, "No, deleted it." <laughs> you know, what? I, had, <laughs> I, I had a moment like that it. in another game. What game? It's called Super Mario 3D World. <laughs> There's this part where this no. part's called Captain Toad came no. up. No, and I didn't because you got a my... stylus. You got a stylus on no, your Wii U. No, I did not want to use the gamepad. <laughs> Having a jolly time with my Wii U Pro controller. Yo, this is such a good game. Yo, Huber was right. Have a good time with this game. Hey, uh, we're sorry. Uh, you need to go grab your gamepad right now and do Captain Toad right now because we could have put it on the screen for you. Mm-hmm. We couldn't make you use the analog to tilt the camera. No, you got to use it on the gamepad. I was like so angry it's fair i was like you You gotta be kidding me nintendo you too shamed me yeah no no you parried me damian the low low light of that but i i can feel the pain yeah i understand that feeling i don't want to play any game where i got to touch that screen don't developers i say this all the time please don't force weird control options on you when you when you can offer a more traditional interface as a as a as another option please always be more inclusive next up Wolverblade. 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 Launching first on Switch this month, September. Um, it is a looked like a arcade side scrolling beat 'em up multi- The Viking one kinda? Yeah. Dude. The, yeah. the, the Viking aesthetic. Uh mean here. Multiplayer. Up to looked like up to four players. Yeah, I basically saw it. I was like, oh Huber. Huber's gonna have a good time with this, probably. Uh, some details, those players into, uh, 120 AD as Ooh. the Roman army, so not, not Vikings, Romans, uh, taking control of Southern Britannia, eight levels inspired by British history. Hmm. Um, yeah. So you soon the role, cool. uh, in a fight against the Romans. So yeah. Against the Romans? Against the Romans. Okay. So you're going cool. against the Romans. So fighting for freedom. Yeah. Uh, it looked okay. It looks like a brawler that has, like, experience points, yeah? Like, there's RPG elements into it, right? Yeah. Like Dragon's Crown? Ooh, 
That was the game I was trying to think of. There's a game that reminds me way more of Dragon's Crown coming up later. But yeah, dude. Yeah, dude. Dragon's Crown, play it. Also, Wolverblade gives me that uh, heavy heavy top, skinny legs kind of vibe. Yes. The oh. martini glass shape. The martini glass. Thank you, Brad. I mean, I didn't I'll play much. with Huber. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's a Huber play. Those are some people. Not, not my... For sure. That's my personal liking, but another one in there. Next up, uh, Polybridge. The, the, if anyone's ever had a science class where you had to build a bridge, what, 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 what was it with the game? Toothpicks Cal? and marshmallows. Toothpicks and marshmallows. Mini marshmallows. Mini marshmallows. And you had to impress your, your science teacher, probably your physics teacher mm-hmm. or engineering professor, whichever you had to take. Mine made us dangle weights to see how, how much it could take, how much stress. Uh, Teacher, I ate all my marshmallows. It is a console exclusive. I need a portable dentist. Console exclusive <laughs> for Switch this year. Yeah. One, for the rest of the year. Yep. And uh, solve. For, oh, for the rest of 2017. Through, the two, through 20, 2017. Yeah. Solve hours worth of puzzles while traversing bridges and create your own in this physics-based title. It's the little tagline it had. Yeah, I think I think people have seen gifs of, if not this game, a very similar game, where you just build a bridge and then like funny, funny stuff cross. happens. This feels like yeah. it could be a good group stream. It's a Don. I want to see. This is not a group play. stream. No way. Don, Don? You want to see Don's results? But this is a huge trial and error. We just hand it off to each person putting time and like someone it. like it's like we each have this like you, you get a problem. It's like here here's the level. You got to build your bridge. Yeah. You give everyone a time limit. It's, I think it on, feels much more like Kerbal Space Program, you know? Like, you yes. just got to put in the time to, like, get the physics oh, down and, like, learn how to... It reminded me of Kerbal Space Program, but I guess, I, yeah, if it's more in-depth, maybe it's not the best. I thought it was more simplistic in that. You just try and build something and try it and didn't work. It tells you your flaws and stuff. Sure. Basically, I was thinking of, like, stream ideas. Like, the nine of us each have our own Switch, mm-hmm. and we just have... Whoever's Switch is active is the one that's docked. Ooh, that's kind of fun, dude. you show... We, we can't look. Yeah. Uh, they do the results. We each build our own thing, and then we come back... And then we show up, we play out the results. So we docker switch for a person. So it's like, hey, Ben, what's your solution? We watch it. We yeah. all laugh and stuff if it works or not. Like, hey, Brad, your turn. Put yours in. What did you build? So we see the solutions we came up with. Yeah. And we just do like maybe two or three levels because it'll probably take us, you know. That's a good idea. But They'll vote against it. They'll vote against it. We'll not win the vote. Don't worry. Polybridge. Won't, Won't win. <laughs> I like science games. Mm-hmm. You need more people to be more into to science. Next up, Earth. Atlantis. Earth Atlantis. What Earth is, Atlantis? Earth Atlantis. I don't remember which one this was. Uh, R-Type Shooter. Oh, The Monster yeah, Hunter yeah, Twist. Yeah, yeah. That's what was described. Uh, releasing for Switch this fall. Uh, it's the underworld water or world filled with uh, the big monsters and stuff. It was, I think it was the one, Kyle, that had the, the weird art style. Yes. yes. Yeah, the, yeah, game, yeah, like, yeah. the pencil. Mm-hmm. Stencil one, yeah. Pencil stencil. Pencil stencil. stencil that's baby. next. That's next. Any hit right there. Pencil stencil. Pencil stencil. Um, yeah, that, that, that's all I took. I remember I said like, "Hey, I'll play this for twenty minutes and it'll be cool, and then I'll move on." Okay. That was, that was my yeah, vibe. Yeah, looked right. Shoot, what is uh Gunman uh, Clive? It looks like Gunman oh. Clive. And Gunman Clive I actually like a lot. I wonder if it's the same studio. I wonder if these like when they make these types of games, even though they're like such and shooters like this. I feel like if they could incorporate it to make, be more Metroidvania style, even though it's like a ship moving around. Damiani, like it's, like it's there are world. so many it's, ship Metroidvania games right there now. Are, there are. There are like 20 of them. <laughs> there are so many, like, you're in a little spaceship and it's a Metroidvania game. Yeah. Okay. 
It's okay. It's cool. I'd rather just be a shooter at this point. I'd rather I'd rather not be in a little a submarine you don't or want spaceship. Be like every other training. game. It's like, <laughs> hey guys, what if I made a, a ship based shooter that was two D side scrolling? Yes, my, I'm un- in. my unique hook is it's a Metroid. <laughs> There's collectible power ups, mm. and there are bosses scattered about. You might oh, not. You might me. going through a part. And you might not even realize you're about to approach a boss battle. <laughs> and you unlock a power. Like, upgraded weapons. That's it, though. Yeah. That's it, though. Isn't that creative, man? You know what I think is kind of whack? Uh, Can we, do we have space to talk about this? What's that? Uh, talk. Super Metroid doors that are just a different color. Oh. Mm-hmm. The, because the they, it, it communicates the missile type you got to use. Which yeah. also, the color, when you highlight the missiles, is also the same color. Yeah. So what's the thing? That's just like in in gating a player. Like that's the cheapest possible way to do it. Oh, you mean a lot of games have copied it since then? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I mean, even then, you love an evolve. It's like why why does this door have this much defense that can just be you know? It's like, I mean, I mean, it's not our very good RP, but yeah, I think it's good game design at the time because certain level certain areas need to be blockaded off at certain times. Right, but like let's say like it's it's a rock wall and like I have a hammer instead of a particular missile that's good at that. You know what I mean? It's like way more fun. Yeah, but I mean to have a new ability as opposed to just a thing that hits a little harder. Mm-mm. No hammers in Metroid. I mean, <laughs> it, it's a nice thing because you can come across them. It's it's the same it's the the, the same dangling carrot of like, "Oh, there's something I can get past. I'm going to have to come back here later. Let me mark that on my map." Which you know, yeah, I Metroid get, Samus Returns. I get make it. that little mark now and be like, uh-huh. "That's that spot. I gotta go back there." Wait, you can mark your map in Metroid? Oh, Samus Returns. Samus Returns? Yeah, that's that was really a cool. Big thing. That's your a bottom feature. Screens the map. You can do style like stylus style notes. Yeah. Do, like circle now. Like, yeah, Ooh, that's Didn't, so uh, cool. Phantom yeah, Hourglass have that. Or yes. Something? What's up? Yes. Phantom Phantom oh yeah, that, that, it's been yeah. in several games yeah, since, yeah. but this one. I mean, it was a big deal in Phantom Hourglass. Like it helped out a lot, and in Spirit Tracks, but. Metroid game to screams, yo, let me make notes on a map. Yeah. Just having a map in a Metroid game is a big deal. And then being so, able to make notes. So if I can make notes on the map in Earth Atlantis, I'll have a little better. Well, no, because I got to touch that screen. So I, I actually, the only thing I'll clarify is uh, um, Metroid. I don't know if you actually make hand-drawn notes or you like can like touch stuff to activate colors. Like this is a room of... In- like Etrian Odyssey or something? I, I don't know because I haven't played it. And in the, the part I watched from the presentation... During uh, the the Gamescom, I forget what they did. Call Ben. We got to call Ben. Uh, after embargo. <laughs> by the way, by the way, secretly Ben texts us spoilers. He's just like Wait, texting what? us spoilers. Yeah, I haven't seen don't any. Look at Slack. Yeah. Oh, I just. I'm probably. Well, that's probably why. I probably started. Yeah, just puts it on Slack. Just, I wouldn't count that as a spoiler. I feel well. That's the thing, I mean, Brad. It's one of those half spoilers. It's one of those half spoilers. It's yeah. a halfy. Yeah, yeah. It's a halfy. It's a, let's let's move on. Okay. Before we start right. saying stuff we're not supposed to say. Okay. Um, being the blood worth right now. Uh, next up hero is next up on our list of games. Next up hero. Next up hero. Oh yeah, the roguelike where you like bring the, back your dead body and now your the dead body helps you out. Yes. Uh, coming out early 2018 with Joy-Con co-op mode. Okay. I thought it said jolly co-op for first. Uh, it's a yeah, it's online game. Community. Mm-hmm. It's made by producers who worked on Scribble Knots. Because uh, I was pointing that out. And yeah, like it basically, you're gonna die. Everyone's gonna die. But like, that's part of the game. As mm-hmm. You're saying uh, yeah. reviving your friends' characters as AI companions that join your join your forces. Join me, Brad. It, it looks no. <laughs> it looks okay. Oh, style wise, yeah, sure. It's like top down. Mm-hmm. It's it's like a, asymmetric. Yeah. Um, 
I was just saying, like, I feel like Scribblenauts was, like, the peak of anyone involved in that game. Like, that was, that's, like, they hit their peak right away. And I don't know if they're going to be able to top that game in terms, like, any other game they come up with. Like, it's hard. You can't predict stuff like that. Sometimes, like, if you're a victim of early success, it's hard to top that. And you become so obsessed with trying to outdo that game. I, I wish I could, like, talk to developers who had, like, a huge hit on their hands initially. And then every, fo- like, their follow-ups didn't naturally did not do as well I as I feel that. like you're projecting a lot here. No, no, not me. Yeah, you don't know. Game what, development. Yeah, you don't know. You don't know that they're trying to chase their scribble not success. You don't know that's what they're oh, thinking they when not. they make this I'm game. Ass- yeah, yeah, I'm assuming. I'm not saying yeah. projecting. Okay, all I, right. I'm assuming all right. that th- that's the case. Like, I would feel like you. Uh, what do, I mean, it seems like it'd be hard as a human being to like just be like, yo, Seth, so I made one great thing. Everything I tried after never g- came close to it. But at least I made that one thing. Mm-hmm. Like, I feel like people are just like, man, I really. If you're given that opportunity, like, no, here's a chance you can make something better now. You'd be like. Yeah, sign me up for that. Like, it'd be cool, like, to just have some interviews with, with anyone involved with, like, the their first game was a hit. Mm-hmm. And then, did yeah, did they afterwards? Did things go as planned? Did things get too difficult? Did did you stop caring? Did you stop... Did you even care about trying to outdo that first game? I don't know. Yeah. I, I think this all stems from not... There's nothing specifically that in my past or anything I like that would be like that, that triggered that. It was more... The history of... Sorry, going to Zelda real quick. Yeah. Uh, Ocarina of Time. Once Ocarina of Time came out, every single Zelda game after that was compared to Ocarina of Time. Yes. And even the developers would be like, we gotta we gotta make a game. The expectations are to be better in Ocarina of Time. And every time we'd be like, yo, you guys would just like... I think you guys would do so much better. Relieve some of that stress. You guys seem so stressed out. If you stop caring about... Stop trying to outdo Ocarina of Time. Ocarina of Time... It's its own thing. It's Michael Jordan. Yeah, it, it was great and stuff. But LeBron, you know, make your own try legacy. Try doing some different things. Yes. By, by continuously trying to outdo it, you continuously keep doing the same thing mm-hmm. with very small, minor differences. Yeah. And that's why you're getting people saying, oh, these games are so the same. Yeah. Isn't every Zelda game just like a remake of the, the first one? Because they're all the same. Like, that's where I'm coming from. Yeah. Like, I can see that. Breath of the Wild. Then Breath of the Wild. Change formula. Then Breath of the Wild came loud. Bad Dungeons. And uh, a, a yellow stripe on your hat confirms where it takes place in the timeline. Yep. <laughs> yep. Wait. No, it doesn't. What? Yeah. No, it doesn't. No, it does not. Is thinking, this a theory? I'm taking a jab at a MatPat game theory video. <laughs> the yellow stripe? I haven't heard this theory. Uh, when you beat all 120 shrines, you get uh-huh. uh, Tunic of the Wild. You, yeah, yeah. Tunic of the Wild. Yeah. Uh, the hat has the yellow, uh, yellow stripe line. And only Link's outfits in the timeline A, the Fallen Hero timeline... Only those outfits ever have the yellow stripe. Well, that sounds like a good theory. I mean, it's a theory. <laughs> yeah. But he puts it forth as that you finally got it. Confirmation that it takes place in this timeline. Like he's saying, like, I've just confirmed it. Like, that's the definitive. I'm proof. signing with MatPat on this one. Kyle, confirmed. Oh, boss. I, I think Damiani was jealous he didn't think of this first. Miyamoto has a folder, Damiani, and everything is factually stated inside of that folder. The timeline is written down. <laughs> <laughs> this this folder exists and now Kyle Boston spends the next believe- 20 years trying to improve this exists you'd be like Miyamoto I finally got you down with this one on one I need you to tell me to prove to Damiani that this folder exists I can't believe with a like, yellow stripe hat I can't believe they had the nerve to say they had such a document they should have been honest and said, like, we have no idea. We we don't believe in a timeline. So, they should have been honest. A lot of fans, sorry, we're going on a little tangent here, but real quick, to clarify this. Yeah. Including myself, a lot of fans bought into and took that statement to uh, 
with great exaggeration, I think. They blew it out of proportion. The actual statement about that so-called document, yeah, it was clarified to only ever be like an outline, like oh, bullet okay. points. All right. With some concept. And we didn't know what concepts are. We never saw it. So one, we don't even know it exists. Like, they all say it existed, so we're taking them at face value. Yeah. But who knows what's on there? It could be like, Link turns into a wolf one day. Link goes on an ocean one. Like, who knows yeah. the detail of those yeah, yeah, bullet yeah. points? I highly doubt it said, there's a game called uh, Link Between Worlds. I'll take place after that. And I guarantee Make that, game happen. that did not have three timelines. Oh, there's yeah. no way that whatever outline they had This did is what not happened. Have, yeah, this yeah. is what happened. I hate, hate, hate to break it to you, Zelda fans. One day, Nintendo says, hey, let's make some money. Let's release the timeline, and we're going to make money off of it because it's going to be great. Uh, all you people who work on Zelda, sit down in a room. Uh, come up with something that makes some sense. Like Everyone is an expert. Come in here. Let's talk about it. Someone's like, what if we had three timelines? Uh, but he only, that, how does that work? Explain that. I don't think somebody what, said that. What I- if Link died in one of them and, and, and allowed Ganon to like invade and stuff? And they're like, whoa, that's pretty cool. No. What a twist that would be. That's, and not, what they like, were, that's not it, Damiani. It was the other way around. Uh, it's because they have all these things and they actually couldn't arrange them into a timeline. Oh, no, no, the, yeah. So they're like, we have to make a third for any of this to possibly kind of make sense. I feel like the third oh, was I'm created sure that, out of necessity. Yeah, I'm sure that was a natural conclusion. Like, yeah, yeah. Someone's like, one, there's zero way these all fit in one timeline. Yeah. We already said there was a split timeline. Let's start there. Uh, yeah, we looked at all the fan theories. This is batshit crazy. This isn't going to work. How do we do this? Oh, what's going on in the world right now? Hmm, Marvel, Universe, all this stuff. Oh, look, Infinite Universe. Oh, no, oh, let's no. just make another time. Like, no. we don't, why are we trying to constrain ourselves to two timelines here? Let's let's make a third. And if we ever get to some point, you know, Breath of the Wild, Breath of the Wild is a fourth timeline. You know what? So everyone, confirmation right here. Breath of the Wild is in its own special timeline. It's not other, even in any timeline. I know it's Brad. Its own special timeline. Brad's hinting we need to move on, but yeah. I'm, I want to know one more thing. <laughs> Which other games have a yellow stripe? I've no, I've never seen a yellow stripe. Oh, like a link to the past, uh, original Legend of Zelda. Uh, he has Link's a Awakening. yellow stripe. Look at the artwork. The the like this green hat. Oh the, yeah, right yeah, there. Right there. See, right there. There you go. That thing right there. Oh. A, they're using it as definitive. Never mind that you know Link had like tights and didn't have tights in certain games. And, you know all these other variations. Tights and stuff. are only for a certain timeline, Domiani. No, they're in tights. There's tights and no tights in, in timeline. It was a eight. joke. It was a joke. <laughs> you okay, we got the print. We should move on. We should uh, absolutely move on. The timeline makes some of it makes me feel they just made it so fans would stop speculating, blaming yeah. them about a timeline. Yeah, it was more than that. I said it, it was for money. They wanted to make money They're off like, it. Stop. Someone here. in their marketing team was like, "Yo, we could kill two birds with one stone right now. We're gonna make money off of this, and fans are gonna go nuts. Like the greatest one of the greatest mysteries is gonna be solved, but it's gonna cause so many more questions and stuff. Like this is great. Like you're a genius. You got a raise. Probably you know who probably did it was probably Fujibayashi, the director of Breath of the Wild. <laughs> Knowing that guy, thank you, Fuji. thank you, Fuji. I'm cool with the timeline. Get weird. What's not in the Zelda timeline? Steam World Dig Two. Yeah, it is. All not right. not Steam Quest World Dig. Right. I was like vainly Steam Quest World Dig. Taking stabs at the title when I didn't really know it. Um, releasing exclusive, uh, uh, not exclusively. Releasing on September twenty first. It is launch. It's a launch exclusive. exclusive. Yeah. I mean, like it's yeah, only yeah. exclusively coming out. Yeah, yeah. September twenty first with timed exclusive. Uh, originally revealed during the first uh, Switch Nindy yep. showcase. Yes. Uh, and uh, yeah. A sequel to SteamWorld Dig, and uh, are you too excited? This, this seems is like, day one. It seems this like day a pretty one for big, me. I haven't played one of the Steam bigger World, deals. So I don't it seems know. like one of the bigger deals, but 
you guys all like it. Yeah. Uh, Kyle seems to be like the right, most positive right. on it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm. Yeah. This is a this is a very fun video game. You know what I mean? Uh, it's about digging, and so like. <gasps> really. Yes. I mean, that, but that's kind of the point, Damiani. Is I feel like. Like when we played through Knack, Knack's about growing big with by collecting pieces. <laughs> I feel like sometimes in that game's design they forgot about that. And so I feel like uh with SteamWorld Dig, like like the digging, like the exploring, the you know I love caves, just going down and making your own caves. You know I'm into that kind of thing. And so uh there's just like a very appealing uh, uh core element to the game in that I, that I really like a lot. I, I just need to give it a try. Sure. Like, I need mm-hmm. to try it out to see what the big deal is. I'll probably start with two. That's almost yeah, yeah. like, you I, need to play the first one. You don't like, need to play the yeah. first one. Oh, <laughs> I, well, I saw it look pretty good. Yeah. So, I mean, good stuff. Mulaka is next. Mulaka. Mulaka. Which, uh, as we're watching the trailer, uh, for it's coming out early 2018 with exclusive features and functionality found on the Switch. Um, HD Rumble is not an exclusive feature. Oh, marketing teams are going to put that as an exclusive. It's like, have you, have, has, have either of you felt HD Rumble? No. I think it's a well, joke. I, uh, I, I, I think it's a joke. The, the, the ice in the cup from 1-2 Switch. Yeah. Like, that's it. And no, it's not even the that balls. Cool. I don't think they even did the ice. They have the okay, balls. Okay, the balls. Like, yeah. Like, that's it. Yeah. I think and even that was really hard. Yeah, I was like, uh, okay. I think yeah. it's a gimmick. I think it's a gimmick. What Just a surprise. Me. Just me. Uh... Unique art style. Uh, I have jotted down here. I mean, it's a 3D adventure game. Brad even said, like, at one point, eh, this looks like Zelda. When I was making fun of it, I thought w- it was way, way worse. Way worse. Well, style, not, style, not stylistically. Breath of the Wild. But, like, it... The, 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 the structure of the, the game. The vibe it gave me. Yeah, the structure I think we saw of the him on the side of a mountain at one point, too, even. Yeah. Right? Because I was making the claim it looked a little sparse. Especially when it was going towards, like, the Pueblo-looking, like, uh... Structure, yeah, complex. yeah, housing. It just looked like really wide open with no creatures, or anything for a second, and then it switched to scene with like a bunch of vegetation and creatures. So it seems like a mix of both. Maybe it's just a one section. Would you say the release on this is? Uh, it is uh, uh, early 2018. Mulaka, if you have time, fix your running animation. Oh gosh, here we go. That is one of the worst running animations I've ever seen on a video game character. That was what stood out. I think a lot of yeah. people are going to see that because it starts off with that pretty, yeah. quick, pretty quickly. And you're, <laughs> you're like, wait, what? Ew. Wait, give it, what am I looking at? Toss out what you have now. Give it a completely new pass. They literally should have shown no running and shown all the later <laughs> shots the of the yeah. action yeah. stuff. Like yeah. stuff. Yeah, and yeah. never moving like that. And people have been like, like whoa, really good. Is that the one where you can turn into a bear? Was that? Yes. Yeah, that's the yes. bear yeah, That's one, cool, yeah. dude. Evil and he was like a bird. bird. Yeah. yeah. Just show him like doing stuff like that. Yes. Uh, it says this game is inspired by the Tarahumara of the Sierra Madre region. I'm very familiar. Oh, are you? Yes. That was so my you're joke. An expert. Something like that. Oh, nice. <laughs> you're expert on the Tarahumara. <laughs> Sorry, I took that joke, dude. That's okay. I apologize first. if I butchered <laughs> the pronunciation of that word. T A R A H U M A R A. By the way, like I was, I guess I was doing a joke when I shouldn't have. I think it's cool to mine uh, uh, other art styles and cultures for inspiration like that. Uh, you know, what I mean, like it, it comes out being a unique game because you're looking at new things, and so that's cool. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. like yeah. So I'm sorry for I, I being get, flippant about that. Yeah, like there, there's yes, there's always a, a very great value to taking those different perspectives and stuff like that. Um, even uh, when it seems very traditional and stuff, just seeing influences from other places. Uh, just thinking recently, Rhyme. Like, sure. You know, made, uh, made by Tequila Works, and you know, you can see the influence, the, the, the Spanish influence there, here and there. And I was like, whoa, uh, you 
very subtle, not in your face, but like it was made by like you know just like a, a, a like a team probably for like America or something. Like you wouldn't see, possibly see some of that stuff. And I mean that's a little like stereotypical, but no, very, American very, games are all just saw blades and little meat boys uh, getting chopped up. You, I mean. Yeah, I'm generalizing a little too much, but like American it, games, it, just... it is possible that like you you would lose out on some of these cultural perspectives. Yeah, all you have is you... Bandage Girl. Great. I'm trying to Doctor Fetus. I'm also trying to buy time to. What was the game about the abuse of dad? Uh, it came out like yes, three or four dude. years ago. Yes, what it is Papo and Yo? Yes, Pop. That, thank you. I was buying all this time. Yes, to just... try and remember <laughs> the name of that. <laughs> I'm not kidding. That's why I said there. Rhyme. He's like Rhyme is also a Spanish. We got there. We got there. Remember the Spanish. We got there. Yes, that like you want to get something like that. Yep. Uh, with a unique perspective. Um, guacamole. Guacamole. Uh, and, no. Uh, guacamole is guacamole. all memes. Um, it's all memes. What's the other Spanish one? Spanish memes. The one I had to pre- the. <laughs> Something in the sequel, the the uh, Shank Shank Two. Why am oh. I thinking of those two games? Are I don't know. The same developer. I don't know, dude. Sorry, when you said Guacamelee, I thought it was Shank and Shank Two for some reason. I think it's okay. different. I don't know. I don't know. Shanks is a very Shank. violent side-scrolling action game. Shank, very violent. Shank. Um, next up, Shank. has something in the title because you asked me to jot this down and remind you, but I don't need to remind you because the title reminds you. Yono and the Celestial Elephants. Yeah. Kyle Bossman. Come in October 21st, console exclusive to Switch. You play as an adorable elephant in this puzzle adventure. Kyle. Yeah. You were like, this is me. This is the right kind of Zelda clone. Oh, is it? What's yes. the wrong kind of Zelda clone? I don't want to call anyone out. Oceanhorn. Okay. <laughs> Here we go. Dang. Uh, yeah, sorry, Oceanhorn. Uh, yeah, I really dig Any this. Any game that has to say it's a Zelda clone. No, this That's I think one of my pet peeves. Really, you hate Zelda clones? Any marketing that says like it's the Legend of Zelda, like something like Darksiders. Sure, I like Darksiders the game, but mm-hmm. like people, sp- oh, no, man, actually, shoving down your throat. It's Legend of Zelda. Legend. I'm I like, mean, they do the same thing it. with Dark Souls all the it's time like, too. Shut up. Who cares? Sure. Sorry, Kyle. Yeah, yeah. Why is this such a good Zelda clone? Uh, so again, we get an isometric expe- perspective, but you have an immediately appealing character in this elephant. This is a key. Someone you want to protect. Got personality. Yeah. But also want to be in Stomp you stuff. Want, yep. Yep. Should they make this in VR? VR Elephant. I work. want a VR Elephant. VR game. Elephant, Kyle. Yep. Yeah, yeah. Okay. It could work. I can get on board with that. Yeah. And uh, just from from the short glimpse that we saw, a lot of variety in the activities we'll be doing and uh, levels. Uh, yeah, looks cool. Looked very chill. Yeah. Like a happy game. Looked fun. I will 100% of that game. All right. Happy game. Yeah. A little bit more on the violence side here. Less chill. Good variety, by the way. Dragon. Marked for death. Mm-hmm. Exclusive on Switch and Nintendo 3DS this winter. I didn't realize it's 3DS also. Yeah. Play alone or up to, uh, with up to three friends locally or online. It was made... So it's the Any Creates game. So it looks... The art sprite work looks amazing. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's from the uh, same team that made Fate Extella. If you know what that game really? is. Really? Yes. Uh, so it's a, that specific core team from Inti Creates. Cool. Yeah. Um, and yes, the 3DS bit was uh, added a little later. I think it wasn't clarified mm. in there. Uh-huh. Uh, IGN got a statement from them saying it was also coming to 3DS. Uh, yeah, it looked cool. Mm-hmm. Like, I was down with it. I was like, yeah, let's, let's go. Mm-hmm. Right. It's a little more fantasy styled, yeah. which you don't see from Inti Creates too much. So that's cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not Mega Man, but... They made nine and ten. And so. and we were, when we we hinted earlier that a game like Dragon's Crown, I get that vibe from this game. 
uh, where it's really? like a, yeah, oh, that's like a two D RPG of. basically, where where you are rolling with four other people and it is Not kind of beat them up. Oh, yeah, yeah. It, yeah, structurally, and maybe just because uh, Dragon Crown has like multiple planes you walk on, like up and down. Sure, and where this is like flat. strictly two D. Yeah, it looked yeah. like it was just flat. I see. Yeah, yeah. I see what you mean. I was like. It doesn't look anything like it, art style-wise. Right, it does not. Okay, so I, I forgot yeah, about... Cool. I completely forget about this one, even though we rewatched the Nindies thing. So, forgive me. Uh, you'll have to carry me on this one. Okay. Battle Chef Brigade. Yeah. Uh, launches first on Nintendo Switch this holiday season. Play as one of several magical chefs hunting down monsters and cooking them into new dishes. To... Sounds cool. That, that, that pitch is genius, Damiani. That so, pitch is so good. Which is angering me why I don't remember it visually. <laughs> it kind of looked like Banner Saga to me. Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, it was, t- it was the 2D art. A little worse. Okay, yeah. that one. Okay, yeah. now. Okay, everything clicks back together. Sorry. That, That's a good comparison, Brad. Note, note to the people, the, uh, that spot in the, the, video, the presentation, that's why you're forgetting it. Next time, fight for a better spot in the presentation. <laughs> Damn. Here's your focus test research right there. Whoa. Not, not, that, whatever spot number that was, mm-hmm. not a good spot. Sure. <laughs> we were doing you're losing video. Damiani at uh, that point. The hunting looks like platforming. I think you actually like, stand up on a platform as you're slashing monsters. Uh, and then the cooking kind of looks like rhythm-based, yeah. I, I guess. And so, yeah, it looks like you do bounce board back and forth cool between idea. those things. Yeah. Yeah. Hope it's fun. Yeah. Morphe's Law. Play on Murphy's Law here. Anything <laughs> that can happen will happen. Uh, console exclusive coming to Switch this winter. Murphy's Law. This is the, the first person shooter. It was the uh, the, the skeleton face paint. Like, oh, the shooting ones. game. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, you steal, like, I guess you steal, it says here, steal mess from other players to increase your own. So you saw the head shrinking. And Just like Knack, dude. Yeah. It's all about growing and shrinking. Uh, yep. 4v4 combat. Uh, yeah, you hunt, you hunt down your opponents to change your mass and, and mm-hmm. get an advantage or whatever and, and win. Interesting, yeah. Cool. Interesting concept. I just didn't like how it looked visually. Uh, like the, the aesthetic. Yeah, because you look gross. The, the, way yeah. that, the way the game works is like if you shoot somebody's head, their head becomes smaller and yours becomes bigger. Like Beale just sprinkling the thing. So that's cool, but like sometimes you can like shoot their waist and their waist becomes tiny <laughs> and like one of their legs is big and so the, everybody's just like wandering Dude, around. Dude, I'm just, really into the idea of yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. That's like getting more excited. <laughs> that sounds like, really no. cool. And I guess the idea as well is so like if you're getting shot a lot, you're going to be tiny and you can actually like you have more accessibility to areas. Uh, like, there's hidden so areas of the map. Do you just, like, shrink too much and then just disappear? Yeah, you vanish from existence. So, no, no. Uh, I think you don't die. I think, basically, it's just about shooting off parts of the body to make your totem, totem bigger. Uh, bigger. And then once your totem is huge, That you sounds win. like just a game mode. Yes. For a game. Oh, that's fair, I guess. It seemed, yeah. Sorry. But, I, I mean, it's an indie game. Yeah, it's yeah, an indie yeah, multiplayer totally. game, which you don't see a lot of. And so, yeah, I think, I think that's... it's a really funny I idea. I think it's what you can expect, so basically. you can look hideous. Getting yeah. shot. Yeah. Morphe's. Morphe's law. We are the Morphe's. Oh, great. No. We are the Morphe's. They came up with Morphe's first, for sure. These are the Morphe's, and then they're like, what do we, we name this game? We are the Morphe's laws. <laughs> okay. All right, we got to move on. <laughs> this next one, Kyle said, will make a great group stream. Sausage Sports Club. Coming first to Nintendo Switch this fall, mm-hmm. play as a host of adorable animals competing on in. reality TV in physics-based sports game. Yeah, yeah, should be fun. There's like all the crazy stuff going on, like 
the different objectives and stuff it looked like. Like the Ging Beasts. It's a Ging Beast clone. Yeah. You could just say that even. Like there they're they're Gang floppy animals. They they, they yes. flop around and like it's the perspective normal. is almost the same. Uh they saw that they saw the streams, they saw the popularity. The game's designed to be streamed, I feel like. It's designed to have that silly kind of sloppy fun uh that Gang Beast has. It doesn't look technical, you know what I mean? It looks like it's just supposed to be a silly sloppy game. Good, good silly chaotic fun. Yeah. Good group stream. Won't win the vote though. Light fingers. I kept wanting to say little finger when I see this time. Um, Light fingers. On my brain. Uh, coming early 2018, turn-based multiplayer portable board game. Mm. Oh, saw cards and checked right. out. Yeah, it's like you're unearthing chunks on this big disc. And so the board game kind of reveals itself as it moves on. Yeah, uh, it was like you, you immediately made the comment, like, cards out. What's it yeah. called again? Uh, Light Fingers. Fingers. Sorry. Uh, goodbye, to... Monopoly streams. Lightfingers no. is taken over. Lightfingers is not taken over. You know Monopoly. is going to be all about this. I don't know if he will. I wish they showed more of it because really we saw that yeah, one perspective it wasn't the whole enough time. To sell the concept. Yeah. Um, what if they were we go saying, into the board game, it'd be cool. If the camera like drops yeah, in, just and moving those like pieces humania. around the disc, I was yeah. like, okay, need more context. Like, explain mm-hmm. more. Like, yeah. you mean, where's the the one minute or ninety second trailer for this? Is that right. the five, the fifteen seconds? Obviously, hard to do in this Nintendo event where there's seventeen games. But yeah, we could have seen more perspectives of the game. <laughs> hopefully, I guess. Next up, mm-hmm. nine parchments launching the, this with blast them up is what he called it, right? Uh, from He's like, de- shoot him up. How about blast him up? Yeah. From the like, developers on, of Trine. I was thinking of Trine when they were showing this game. I didn't know it was them. Cooperative isometric dungeon crawler in which players blast away their enemies. Makes sense for them. Up to three people. Oh, yeah. Is it the same who does Four players. M- Magicka as well? I guess, yeah, I that know. totally makes sense. But, yeah. I mean. Could be fun. Just saying, blast you know, him up. You Trine and, you I'm going to say it didn't it. leave a huge impression. No. It's also like. Pretty much the end of the presentation too. So you got to get that better time slot for Damiani. Yeah, this is probably the second worst. Damiani's checked slot. out at this point. Oh, getting in, getting. He was checking his watch. Getting there, looking at the time. It's like, oh, it's a twenty-two minute video. Yeah, or minute twenty. What, what are they going to end what's with? What's the finale? What's yeah. the big finale? Mm-hmm. So back at the January switch event. Yes. There was a revelation from uh, Suda Fifty One. I would like. For Travis Touchdown to come to the Switch. Still thinking about it. Still thinking about the game and stuff, but mm-hmm. Travis Touchdown will be probably coming to the Switch. Yeah. And everyone's like, whoa! That, that's a good announcement, sort of. Can we see <laughs> some of it? Well, you got to see some of it at the end of this. <laughs> you got to see Travis Strikes Again. Subtitle, No More Heroes. Not No More Heroes 3, which will be right. an important point right. later. So, yes, they've been teasing this project. It's coming to the Nintendo Switch exclusively in 2018. And here we go. Here's some details because there's been some confusion. And Kyle was asking to get this all clarified before we began. Clear it up for me. Because there was the assumption that you're jumping into six worlds based on indie games, which is not the case here. So here's what the case is. Travis Strikes Again will feature similar gameplay to the first two No More Heroes games which employed a mix of motion and traditional button controls. Before we go further, a lot of these details came from a Game Explain interview they did mm-hmm. uh, with, uh, with Suda51. Yeah. At PAX. Yeah. You know what's sad? We could have had this interview, but we were, we were gone on Monday. Rip. Rip. Yeah, I feel Rip. real bad about that one. 
Nice going, Kyle. Well, we had our tickets way ahead yeah, of time. Nice not going, much do Kyle. About that. We all know you bought the tickets. <laughs> yeah, Kyle. Likely. Story. I could have been here. I could have been here telling you all the deets. Yeah, this uh, would be the, the the this would be an exclusive, easy uh, exclusive. Yeah. And just another another blunder on our part in the eternal yeah eternal battle between Easy and Game Explain. The other guys. Did. <laughs> <laughs> they won up. Game Explain on stayed one. on Monday. They stayed. <laughs> Uh, so yeah, the game will feature motion controls, but more importantly, it can be played entirely with one Joy-Con, cool. according to Suda. Uh, co-op play uh, is not confirmed, but it has been hinted at. So no confirmation on co-op or anything right. like that. Uh, uh, strongly hinted at, we should say. Yeah. Like it's, it's happening. As for the st- it's canon, too, story-wise. Mm. So if you oh, want yeah. that lore, oh, yeah. Yeah. better play it. And as for the story, the lore... The villain we see in the trailer, so they show off a cool stylistic trailer, mm-hmm. uh, is Bad Man, the bad father man. of Bad Girl, uh, as you know. Consequences. Uh, from who died in the first No More Heroes, Travis. Spoilers. That's the first one. I'm just it's okay. Uh, after Bad Man failed, uh, assassin- uh, Bad Man's failed assassination attempt in Travis's mobile home, they are both pulled into an experimental, experimental game console called the Death Drive Mark II. Travis will have to battle his way out of six different retro game-inspired worlds, each with their own unique rules and boss. And because there's going to be indie games that lend their IP in various ways to this game, mm-hmm. and that was stated in the presentation, I think the statement about the six retro-inspired worlds, plus the tidbit about indies contributing, mm-hmm. led people to assume, oh, it's going to be diving into six... You yeah, because you see how yeah. Miami. And, and that phrase "retro inspired world" is not in that that indie presentation. Yeah. They and didn't say you, that. You yeah, see, like Hotline Miami is being yeah. played. You hear the music. Yeah, and you're like, oh, they're gonna jump into Hotline Miami. Yeah, right? and it's like, yeah, yeah we're yeah, we're yeah. partnering up with Hotline Miami. And so like, far, like, oh, yeah, and so right. far, Hotline Miami yeah. and Shovel Knight have been confirmed as any games that will be partnering yeah. with Grasshopper Manufacturer for the mm-hmm. game. Yes. So those two properties will be seen in there. Um, and here, so here's the clarification about the title. Uh, it's called what it is because they want to stress this is not No More Heroes 3. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, but he hopes this game can revitalize uh, Travis Touchdown and No More Heroes. Suda even said his ultimate goal, one of his ultimate goals would be to see Travis Touchdown get into Smash Brothers hmm. as a, a character. So here's the direct quote he had. Uh, well, again, it's not a direct sequel to No More Heroes 2, though they are directly related and take place in the same universe. Travis Strikes Again, No More Heroes takes place seven years after the events of No More Heroes 2. As you probably noticed, it's Travis Strikes Again, colon, No More Heroes. So, No More Heroes is more a subtitle. There's not a number on it. This isn't a direct sequel, and it's not No More Heroes 3, but it does address some of the things that happened in No More Heroes 1 and 2. While it is sort of a continuation of that stuff, it is not a direct sequel, partially because No More Heroes is about one assassin against other assassins, and this game isn't like that. This isn't exactly a spinoff, though, or something like that, and while it's not a direct sequel, it is something of a stepping stone. They really want to make it clear it's not a sequel. I hate so, it when people do that. I really, truly hate it's that. It's something of a stepping stone on the road to No More Heroes 3. What yeah. do you mean it's not a spinoff? It's so, a spinoff. It's a spinoff. It, yeah, yeah like, don't spin-off. be cute. It's a spinoff. Well, they want to avoid saying that word because then people will be like, oh, I can it ignore it. It seems less important. I can ignore it. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so the way I'd like people to think of this game is like a beginning of a new battle for Travis. A new series within the series. A new series within the series. Basically, it's the... King of Mars 2. Whatever. I mean, that's exactly what I was thinking about. Yeah, 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 Brad. It's that. They're basically like, we want to make proper No More Hero 3. We don't have the budget for that. Yes. But we can make something. Nintendo's helping us with something. We're going to gauge 
the 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 sediment out there, which is how this sells. It's a budget thing. The yeah. game is the game is I think wisely de- designed around its budget. That's why it's just straight up saying we got six worlds. And it's why it's probably yep. st- and it's why it's stuck in the Nindies direct yep. at the end because mm-hmm. it's pretty much being classified as a, a lower budget mm-hmm. effort. Yeah. To to try and get people excited about no more heroes again. Um. But yeah, that the trailer stylistically looked really great. Yes. I wonder if that's yeah. Like, always, he always has great yeah, style. Yeah, good stuff. <laughs> and then the font they use, I was like, oh, Stranger Things. I mean, yep. it's a, it's a not Stranger Things. No, no, no. F- Here's the thing, like that is a Stranger Things font. Yeah. Uh, I got corrected. Somebody said like that's a, actually Stephen King's been using that font on all of his novels, but they're not using that because of Stephen King. They're using he's using it because of Stranger Things because it's the implementation as well, the neon effect on that font. I'm waiting for this interview where he says he's a big Stephen King fan. Sure. <laughs> I still, Brad, I still he's won't like, buy it. I, I, I personally still won't buy got it. Stephen King's blessing to yeah. use that. If Stranger Things didn't explode, Stranger they would not use that came font. Out oh, I know, after. I'm sure. yeah. 100% Stranger right. Things came out after I had the logo for Travis Strikes Again. Yeah. Um, Show me the receipts. Yeah, exciting. Like, uh, that is another, cool. good, yes. annu- yeah, another good announcement for Switch because it's exclusive. Yeah. Mm-hmm. This is the type of stuff because we knew, we've always known for a while that we're not getting those big triple a uh ports uh, of the new releases yeah so like what can nintendo do to get certain third-party support that makes sense we saw Mario rabbits that came out and now we see stuff like this so nintendo is starting to figure out i think to a degree of how to make this kind of work mm-hmm. and to get game- people excited about games that aren't directly developed by them yeah and uh it's a good start like it was a good so far a good good year for Nintendo yeah, so far. And it has this, been. And this direct just kind of like showcased that as well. I think what it did, it kind of fills in the rest of this year. Mm-hmm. I think Nintendo, I think somebody who only owns a Switch won't be hurting for games this year. Oh, definitely not. And which I think is really cool, especially on its launch year. I think I think what they I think they did some good things with this, and that they're going to have to lean hard on these Nindies uh, because they don't have Star Wars and they don't have Call of Duty and they don't have Destiny Two. Uh, but they, I think they have enough to keep someone entertained with a Switch this year, which is cool. All this, they got Mario. They got Xenoblade Two still on the docket for this year. Mm-hmm. I forgot Xenoblade Two is this year, make it. dude. We'll still see. It still says still says holiday or winter. They doubled down. They're oh, they, they, did. they really said, yeah, but they still won't give it dude, a, we've a seen actual that all the date. time with like Zelda stuff. Yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll we'll see. Uh, again, I'll see when it's actually out. I'll believe it. Yeah. Um. Actually, I need to ask the panel a question. Okay. Because I, I actually decided if we really wanted to, because we're already running a little long, mm-hmm. we're getting along. Um, we, we talked about it a little bit before about maybe discussing Mario and Rabbids. Um, yeah, sure. But we have a, we have something else to talk about too. That's kind of important. You want to do a, like a lightning round? Yeah. So here's the thing. I, yeah. I reviewed Mario and Ra- plus Rabbids. Yes. And I know some of you might not have seen that review, so you don't know my thoughts. But I'm gonna say, please go watch the review to see my full in depth thoughts. I'm personally more curious about what Brad and Kyle think about Mario plus Rabbids with the yeah. the, the amount they have each played. Hmm. I'll go first since I've played a lot less than you guys. Sure. So my impressions will be a lot shorter. Uh, I've almost completed the first world. I think the mechanics that I've experienced in the game are actually really fun and clever. Like, I really love the uh, how you can charge into characters, knock them over, and, like, get a different positioning. I love the bouncing thing like that. And I unlocked a few of the skills where they kind of, like, have, like, I think some of them have, like, a shield they can do. And Mario mm-hmm. has, like, that Overwatch thing we are talking about. Yes. Uh... I, the level exploration is okay. I think it's all right. Like, like just going through like tubes and everything like that. I was hoping you could jump or something, but I think that's just asking too much. But I think they've done a really good job. Uh, Ubisoft really capturing the vibe of Mario and like fitting the rabbits into like a weird, bizarre way that kind of works. That's what I feel like when I'm playing this game. Like this is 
the weirdest idea. Yeah. But it it works. It's like Kingdom Hearts with like Disney and Final Fantasy. Like, what the hell is this? But it works. Yeah. Uh, I think it's really fun. I want to play more. Nice. Uh, two quick things. Uh, the no jumping thing. Uh, mm-hmm. That was a Miyamoto stipulation. Oh, he's so, like no jumping. Oh, I remember that. Yeah. He said the one condition is mm-hmm. I don't want don't make this a platformer. Like yeah. don't. No, make I mean jumping. it doesn't even have to be a platformer. Yeah, 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 yeah. I just want to like he said no of, jumping instead though. of just running around and like seeing something right there when Mario has been jumping his entire career. Yeah. yeah. But he's just following this Roomba around on the floor and he won't jump this time. This one time. Yeah. It's just it minor nitpicks right now. It's a little thing. Um, and the, to, the second thing I say is to elaborate on that. Um, the the stuff you can do in the worlds uh, only increases the amount you can do and the complexity of it. Great. Uh, the warp pipe stuff, like a lot of pipe based puzzles. Mm-hmm. So it's still Mario themed, but cool. it, it, if you do keep playing, I think you might see that. I wish you could rotate the camera fully also. I would like mm-hmm. to see the environments like all the way from every oh, angle if I wanted to. Yeah. Oh, do you it, mean like, like up it, and down? Yeah, it's like yeah. it's such a bright colorful world i just kind of want to see everything a lot but i can't yeah you want to like tilt it like that uh, happened Mm -hmm. very early on with me yeah and and there are a few times we get shot long distance uh out of cannons and you can kind of see the the scale of the Mm -hmm. world they put together yeah i love they do this weird like uh it kind of like uh gets blurrier and foggier and stuff because it's like zooming out Mm -hmm. Uh, uh, yeah it's a little weird that like you can't at any moment just tilt up to see this stuff but they also have the the interactions, the the, the magnifying glassing. Like, click on this to see a scene play out. Oh, there's a rabbit on a toilet. Ha ha ha! Look at that. Mm-hmm. Like, I think it's part of the exploration factor. Yeah. Anyway, what about you, Kyle? Uh, I love it. I've, so I've I've finished the game at this point. Uh, I love how difficult it is. It's not easy. Ooh. Even on easy mode, I think you're presented with a challenge. And easy mode. Yes. What, what's up? Oh, sorry. Finished, but I, I just want to agree with that. Yeah. Because I wanted to clarify something. Because I, I don't like how it's called easy mode. Right. Because all it does is refill your. It makes it easier in that it gives you your health back and fifty percent bonus. Yeah. It basically is a health bonus. Yep. Because some chapters, like World One, is broken up into like eight, nine chapters. Some chapters contain multiple battles. Yeah. And sometimes, especially if you don't explore. Whatever damage you took in that previous battle, your HP levels, that's what you go into with, into the next battle. Yeah, I love which that. Which is some of the, yeah. Which I is, love it because it also encourages you to swap out party members toward the end of the game, which is cool. Encourages you to swap out. Yeah. And sometimes it might tell you, like, maybe I should just redo that battle. Like, yeah. if you, like, slight, especially the scoring system, like, oh, I got the bronze trophy. Like, you can see your errors and stuff, like, eh, let me just redo that. I come back with full health, mm-hmm. go into the next thing. Um, th- I like how they gave you, I do like the easy mode option. Because it's like, all right, you know what, I I just want to play this. I do want to play this, but there's still challenge. You still have to challenge that level. Like, it's not, because you go into that level full health, it's not, oh, this is going to be a cakewalk now. Like, yeah. Even with the uh, HP booster, you still can have a lot of problems yeah. with uh, with that. Which so, is cool. Yeah. It's really cool how hard this game is. The puzzles are interesting and sometimes hard themselves. Uh, <laughs> but always, I think, mm, they make sense mechanically. They, they make sense visually. Uh, you always get what you're supposed to do. And the story is kind of fun. The story is only as intrusive as it should be. It, it's not in depth. It, it doesn't. It's not in your face all the time. And I think this is. It's the right story for this game, uh, and and the right writing for this game. And so I think that's pretty cool. The environments, especially the third world, are, are just crazy. Ooh. Really interesting and fun environments, which is really interesting and not what I expected. Uh, and so yeah, I I really really like that game. Really? One criticism. Oh. 
Luigi is like overpowered. Really? Oh, uh, just normal Luigi? Yeah. Oh, Sniper Luigi? Yeah. Um, Sniper Luigi, like you can't take him out of your party. Now you know. Now you know why I wanted my lineup that I wanted. Yeah. I got angry because you have to have a mix of rabbits and, and Mario yeah. characters. I wanted Mario. Yep. Luigi and Peach. That would be an overpowered team. I was like, yo, let's roll. So, <laughs> you know what I had to settle for? I had to settle for. I went with the Luigi Rabbit. Whoa. Because the secondary is Bazooka. Like, really long range. Yeah. So it's not quite a uh, single target. It's not quite as powerful as a sniper. Yeah. Uh, but, but Rabbit Peach can heal. How do you go Rabbit Peach like that? No. Peach has... Because normal Peach has a heal that's part of her jump off mechanic. Yeah. Which is... So you can do that and more action. Like, she's... That's what I like. So, Damian... Yeah. Like, I, I was actually playing with regular Peach for a long time, but... Eventually, I was getting smacked around so much, I had to put Luigi on the team because he's so good. Oh, dude, her shotgun is like the becomes the most powerful thing shotgun. in the game. Yes, that's what's really when cool is Peach has one of the most powerful weapons. Her shotgun could like really one cool. shot yeah. anything. Yeah, so yeah. the boss. Yeah. Like, so the the brutes. Yeah. Like I get multiple of them. I'd always try and bait them to come at her. I activate her like counter. Yeah. And then have them make sure she was really close. Like, oh, you think you get smack her? Yeah. Then have someone behind her shoot them to make them like with a like have and then she's got overwatch on luigi rabbit yeah yeah the bazooka aoe so bring a bunch of them and she just turned with that shot and go bam you see like the i'd get like 380 to 400 like crit like crit did more than that it's like all their health yeah they all die and i'm like (laughs) so what's the what's the meta team I it, it varies. Uh, it does vary, which is is nice. Is that like if you're doing the bonus levels and things, people actually swap out their team members and yes. stuff like that. So there are, there there are four ultimate challenge levels, Brad. I ultimate tried to do and I failed horribly at all of them. Nice. When I looked at them up, like each one, someone used a very unique team for them, and I like, yeah. obliterated them when they knew what to do. But like my team comp wasn't the best for like really any mm-hmm. of them. Yeah. Uh, even though in once I settled on that comp in the game, I started to roll pretty easily. Like. I found myself having only retry a level like maybe once or twice at most. Mm-hmm. And there were like maybe one or two instances on certain bosses where I like, oh, screw it, I'm going to use the, the HP boost. Like, I just want to beat this boss. Like, I don't want to, like, I know I could beat it in a few more attempts, but like, let's just beat it. I got to move on. Mm-hmm. Like, stop. Like, I was like laughing. I was like, yeah, I don't need this thing. Go away. Like, what is this? Oh, this easy thing? mode. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, I hear you. But yeah, it's good stuff because there's eight different. Characters, four rabid versions of the Mario characters, and Mario, uh. Luigi, Peach, and Yoshi. I didn't really use Yoshi. That Yoshi shows thing. up late. That's that's problem. Yeah, late game. Yeah, like la- yeah, very end. And I was like, uh, cool. Uh, would have been nice to be introduced. I, I thought by World 3, you'd have everyone. And the nice thing is that you can actually skill up everybody equally. Mm-hmm. And so when a character does show up late, you can actually boost so them back up. The, there's only eight characters? Yeah. Oh man. Um, and the other thing, the the skill tree stuff, like you you can at any moment you can add a combat, you can reset all your points back to default and then reallocate them. Oh okay. So it's so not no permanent. Penalty. And there's no weird item you gotta get to like redo it. It's just it, it's like a no no uh, consequences to, mm-hmm. to it basically. So if you do a battle and you want you're like I really want to know how if I maxed out these abilities would it make it easier. And it's like, oh, that didn't work. But I clearly saw if I used this, it would have made it easier. So not only does it encourage you to like try Experiment, out different yeah. Yeah, combinations, but it's so easy to do that like it actually will help you out in some situations. Like, oh, uh, we need uh, a lot of like there's a lot of like brutes and stuff. Like they're just throwing a bunch of brutes at you, so we we need a lot of power. So let's max up uh, everyone's like attack boost abilities and stuff and like that. 
Whereas, oh, everyone's very scattered out. Let's max out, like, dash damage and jump damage and our range, like, mm-hmm. how far you can go after, like, when you move and stuff. So you can cover more ground. Like, there, there's a lot of different ways you can tinker with that. I think this game will have a sequel. Oh, definitely. I was going to ask you oh, yeah. if definitely. you guys want a sequel. Yeah. Unless somehow it. it's a sales bomb, which, no way that's happening. Yeah. It's definitely getting a sequel. Even if it didn't sell above expectations, I think it will sell above expectations. But yeah. even if it somehow doesn't, They'll, they'll see the reactions of this game and be like, we got to make a sequel. We can yeah. do everything we didn't think mm-hmm. about doing, let's do it. Let's do mm-hmm. it in that. I yeah. hope we see Square Enix step in and give us that true Super Mario RPG sequel. That's what I meant when I was talking about the story, Brad, is like initially when this was announced, I was bummed about the eight characters and all that, but it's not that. It's not that RPG. Like, don't think of it like yeah, that yeah. kind of oh, game. Yeah. And like that, then you well, have the like a really I, good time with it. The yeah. thing I was bummed about is there's no Bowser that I could be. Sure. Yeah. I want to be Bowser. Sequel. sequel. Save it. Sequel. DLC. Amiibo support. Just like There's th- Amiibo support. The right. squad Bowser. of Bowser and Luigi, or sorry, Waluigi and Wario and like uh, Kappa. I don't know. Like some other, like that'd be so sick. Ludwig. Yes. I don't want Bowser Jr. Just to be clear. Hate him. Hate him as an enemy. He oh, sucks. Yeah. I never like on. interacting Move with him. Bowser Jr. And when he's on Peach's, when you if you have Peach on your team with him, he calls her mama the whole time. Here's the thing. Yes, good. Uh, Bowser Jr. in Mario Sunshine <laughs> has that bandana over his mouth because it's like part of his transformation. For every other game after that, he just keeps the stupid bandana. He likes it. Not every other game. Every other every game it does, it makes no sense why he, he has that bandana it. still. It's stupid. It's a stupid. Ba- it's a bandana of his own mouth. He has a mouth here, and he has a mouth bandana. You know who approved that? Uh, Miyamoto. Yeah, he loves that mouth bandana. Uh, I like that I can do all my pointless Nintendo rants on this podcast. There's a lot of them. Glad to provide you an outlet, Kyle. Um, <laughs> good stuff. Mario, Mario plus rabbits. Yeah, yeah, I liked what I played. Good Very stuff. good stuff. It's fun. What it could possibly be also good stuff. It's a little rumor mm. came out uh, in the last day or so. Could be. We're recording this pretty late. We're recording this on the day. It's a Sunday. This is supposed to go up tonight. Um, we'll see about that. It's like four o'clock. Yeah, it's four o'clock on the Sunday. Uh, it's supposed to go up tonight. Um, this coming week, there's a rumor that there'll be a Nintendo Direct. So we'll see about that. But the rumor we're referring to, which could possibly be tied into Direct, is that during an AMA on Reddit, mm-hmm. the developers behind Lickspear. Uh, it's an indie game where they did an AMA. One user asked about online rankings in the mm-hmm. game. And in the answer was a very interesting quote regarding achievements coming to Switch. The answer was, Nintendo doesn't have an official support for achievements and leaderboards like Sony or Microsoft, but we know that they're working on it. And that was their statement. There's Finally, a follow-up. Do you have the follow-up too? What's the follow-up, Kyle? The follow-up was somebody said, hey, I don't think you were supposed to say that. And they said, whoops. Uh, we're pretty sure Nintendo announced something like that, right? <laughs> yeah. Like that was, uh, I'm, I'm paraphrasing. Whoops. Yeah. Whoops. But finally. Whoops. So um, the, the direct, who knows if the direct is a response to that. Like, it's like, eek, uh, the, the cat's out of bag. Uh, maybe we should just say something. Sure. Like we, we're going to do a direct anyway later, but let's move it up. It's about time for a direct. Yeah. We have no mm-hmm. idea what's in the direct. Direct might have nothing to do with this whatsoever. But uh, this is the, the first ray of light to give us some hope that maybe Nintendo has seen the error of their ways. <laughs> and is finally going to give us some kind of achievement system. Oh, no. are you? This is your side? Are you taking this side? So here's the thing. 
I think Nintendo games are the most ripe for achievement trophy type stuff. Oh. And it is, it, while I don't think, like, I think it is a little strange, the culture behind trophies and achievements, the obsession behind it, it is such an obvious and smart thing to include in your games. It was genius. Still is genius. It, the potency is worn off, but Nintendo seemed like the, the, like the ace of like, yo, you know those Nintendo fans. As a Nintendo fan, you want to be like, I beat Victory Road. Like that achievement. I beat it. And then another achievement, you beat it under this time with no deaths. Like, come on. This is like the, the, like the history of high scores and stuff like that. Trace back to like arcades, uh, Atari, and Nintendo. And the, a lot of people grew up with that stuff. We've evolved beyond it. I don't know. We've evolved beyond it. Why have we evolved beyond I, it? Yeah, so I'm thinking why? of Breath of the Wild. What I love about Breath oh. of the Wild is there's no waste of your time in there. There's no wrong way to play that game. You can go fight Ganon immediately if you want to. There's nothing to stop you. That probably would have been an achievement. Oh. Would have been like, oh. you, you, you dared to enter Hyrule Castle. Like, you entered Hyrule Castle before ever touching a dungeon. I just find that most of the time, achievements and trophies make a statement on the correct way to play through a game. Oh, if you look them up in advance and stuff. But even like, even if you don't, I mean, it's there. It just the, the fact of it, the 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 very existence of it. Turn them off. <sighs> That's it. I, I know. Mean, I feel like I know some of them are in there because developers are guessing you might do that. It's like fun. It's like, I mean, for you talking about Breath of the Wild, obviously would have been one for like 120 shrines. Cool. Oh, you got all 900 Korok seeds. Cool. There's one too. Like people would love to flop that one. How, how yeah. annoying that one is. But like, it's like upgrading everything to max. Like, it's like you didn't do it. Like you finish the game, you get to the credits, you've saved Hyrule, and it's like you didn't do it. I can't tell you how many games there are that I do not 100 percent or platinum. And I yeah. don't. Every, most I, games. I don't care. Yeah, most yeah, yeah. Games. I get it. If it's a game I really care about and I love and I want to do everything in it, then I, that helps me with the metric. Yeah, that it helps adds, me understand what's 100 percent of that game. It just, adds longevity to a game. So I love. Uh, uh, Toby Fox, when he put out Undertale on PS4, uh, had this sticky situation of having to make trophies for the game when he hates them. He doesn't want to do them. And so, actually, none of them have to do with the multiple endings of the game, which is something I respect big time. Easily, most games would do that, get mm-hmm. every ending in Undertale. Mm-hmm. But his feeling on it is like he didn't want to, like, especially, I mean, that game's a very particular case because of the nature of those at different endings. But I just love that. I love that idea of not making any judgment on the way that you're playing through the game. Yeah, you can make trophies different. They don't have to be beat this, get this ending kind of trophy. We know what Zelda's going to be. It's 100% no. going to get get all those well, car I mean, seeds. For get Zelda, all the, for yeah. the scale of that, that's like a yeah. bragging right thing. 100% yeah. in yeah. the game yeah. would have been a, a thing. But I, I get your point also because like it seems like they want to encourage it. They, right. ma- they make that Korok seed mask because they want to encourage people trying to get them all. I mean, yeah, that, that is part of it. But I also feel like Nintendo can be a little quirky and creative sometimes. Like what, like... Here, like in a Mario, like the new, like Odyssey, it might be like, oh, you you jumped off a Koopa Troopa and landed on a Goomba and did like this, like some kind of like sequence of like jumps that they know is possible. Yeah, you never have to do it; it's not intended. Like, you did this cool maneuver uh, or this trick. Like, I think about like the one-up trick in original Super Mario Brothers. Yeah, it's never intended to be done. But like, if you did it, like you got a one-up by jumping on a Koopa Troopa shell this many times. Like, oh, that's so awesome! Like, you don't have to do that, but like weird random stuff like that would reward players for just being quirky and weird and doing like i i don't know i think that's like kind of part of nintendo's mo is like yeah that type of stuff and i i shouldn't be so down on it because i think it is a it will be a positive thing 
it will increase player engagement. And I think that's really like the financial reason why achievements exist is like they keep you playing the games. They, yes. keep, they make you more invested in the games and they make you more invested in, in your catalog and more invested in the entire ecosystem where people were buying games just for achievements and trophies. Uh, so yeah, I get it. And I think it'll be good for Nintendo. Uh, I don't think it's that far-fetched. I mean, it's kind of already implemented with my Nintendo. If you're playing the dumb Fire Emblem game, exactly. you're like, there it's are achievements. Like developers wanted to put them in the game. But yeah. there is no universal achievement system. Yeah, just just do it. Yeah, it's such an easy thing. I yeah, know. Oh, I don't we, think it's easy. Sorry, we. Well, it seems like such a simple concept that what the, them them ignoring it. Yeah, either for the sake of where Nintendo we do things different is so like stubborn. Like that's what it felt. To, like you always need felt like to concede just a little. Like it's okay if you follow. In the foots of what uh, some other people are doing, you can't always be the leader in everything. Like that—that's arrogance, right there. Come on. Yeah. Like it's okay. Like I think it's a lesson Nintendo sometimes needs to learn is that it's okay to borrow from other people. Like you do other great things, but if everyone wants this, just just give it to them. Like who cares? Like whose pride are you? Hurt? You're hurting your pride, but like your your fans and your consumers, like we want this though. Who cares? Like we. we Stop. It also it also adds so much time to testing, which I'm not sure is is an actual. Th I just remember this from when I had to do QA. Is getting the trophies is the hardest part of making sure that mm -hmm. uh, the current build is fine, because you have to get every trophy every time there's a new build. That just sucked. And so I wonder if on a bigger level, like just implementing trophies into your game adds way more time uh into qa I'm, I'm curious about that i mean hire more qa people i don't know like it's greatly gonna benefit the consumer i get you right into it you know like yeah, yeah. it's actually people working of course like i'm sure when ps4 pro and xbox one x are coming out now like, it's like another thing developers have to think about when they're making their game yeah but it's it's for the consumer yeah you know and it's everyone has them clearly people like them and it's success yeah i don't i just don't understand why they didn't have them there if you don't want them you turn them off you don't even have to think about it it's there for people who want it, and you don't need it if you don't. Cool. Yeah, we'll see about turning them off. You can't even back like, up your save data. Well, right like you can turn off switch. notifications, Correct. which is what I do. It, it feels like, nice. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Switch is still pretty sparse with some of their op the options and features on that system. I mean, yeah. still, they're due for an update. They're due for an update. has a lot of yeah. problems still. Yeah. yeah. <clears throat> virtual console. Yeah. So we'll see. Uh, oh, if, it, if it happens, nice. Do we think virtual console have achievements? I wish. Dude, are you kidding me? That would I mean, get me to play so that, many old games. I mean, yeah, that'd, that'd be, be great. Would be a strength that'd be so fun. That'd be something good to leverage. But yeah, we'll see. Like Domino would be salivating if they had him in the like the original Zelda. The original Zelda. Super yeah. Mario. How fast until Domino can Mario. get the platinum? In Super Zelda. Mario yeah. Brothers. Kyle Bossman, can mm. you beat it without dying? Original Super Mario. Oh Bros. no, I can't beat it. Regular. Oh, I love that. Let's make that. <laughs> um, let's make that achievement, fun, yeah. and then we're making that a stream where uh, I try and teach you how to beat it without dying. I, before we move on, I do want to like say one thing: is that I actually really like the idea of the platinum. I like that much more than the thousand out of the Me thousand. Too. Oh, the, the gamer score. Yeah, and yeah. that is one thing I actually hope that they would copy. It is seems this classier. idea that there's this Absolutely. one overall, which means that I did it. I 100 at this game. I got that one thing. Especially if they add rewards, like some games, you get like a theme. Or something like that if you get the platinum. I remember Final yeah. Fantasy had oh, yeah. kind of yeah. stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. Incentives were getting those. those yeah, which would be cool. It would be cool. I can see how it could also be a drawback. It's like, I really wanted that, and you're really holding it behind this really annoying Oh, I mean, it'll probably be like silver and gold coins like they do with uh, yeah. uh, uh, Mi Tomo and stuff like that, you know? I mean, who cares? They hold everything back behind Amiibos already. Yeah. It doesn't matter. Yeah, doesn't matter. We're gone. We are gone.
Like, the integrity of the game design is out the window already when the Amiibos came into it. I don't want to hear any of that from, like, Nintendo. Yeah, it's not, it's not, yeah, they're not above doing this. So, we'll, yeah. Not, yeah, we'll not be surprised to see it. As long as your coffers are full, you don't care. So, don't be surprised if we see achievements in the near future on Switch uh, joining, uh, joining the ranks. But it is time to move on to questions submitted by our... Loyal patrons mm. who are five dollars and up in a segment which I apologize. I made when I made the post for this, I said I'd like to stop calling this last call because the last call concept fell in when we used to do these when the questions had to be themed about the subject of what we were talking about. Yeah. So it was their last chance. Mm-hmm. So I was like, it doesn't really make sense anymore. It's too generic it's too generic now. So I asked uh, I asked the question about can I just like change the name of this? You said, and, "What do you want?" You le- made the post, and then two, I was like, "Can I just call it like you know, Players Pulse or count like let's name it after the Nintendo oh, Power Players section." Players Pulse, this is a good idea. Let's call Players Pulse. So we're gonna stick with that until people complain. We're gonna na- rename the section to play our Players Pulse. Players so, Pulse. This is with yeah. Carson Daly. Yeah, this is the friend code Players Pulse. Okay. Because we gotta brand Carson it. Because we gotta mm-hmm. make sure it's not the Nintendo Power yeah, yeah. version. So but we're keeping though with Carson Daly, right? Sure, with, with okay. Carson Daly. Right. Careful. As approved by Kyle. <laughs> Careful. <Martin. laughs> Strike on this video. Asterisk, yeah. <laughs> Can't monetize it now. Okay. I'm kidding. Anyway, so welcome to the new Players Pulse. Um, we got two questions this week. Cool. Uh, from the $5 and up patrons. First one comes from uh, Matthew Kaufman. How do you think the Wii U will be remembered in 20 years? Hmm. 20 years? An underrated gem like the Dreamcast or a waste of time like the Virtual Boy? Or somewhere in between. So Dreamcast is how many years? It was 99. So that's 99. So we're almost 20 years. Okay, so we're 17 years for that one. Okay. Close. No, 18. What am I Here's doing? Here's what I'm going to think it's about. I'll years. tell you what I'm going to think about. Okay. When I think of the Wii U, I'm going to think some cool games, really annoying gamepad, and setting it up was a pain in the ass. Way too many peripherals of that thing. Like, can you? Do you remember playing Virtual Console on that thing? You got your sensor bar. You got your pad. You got your... Uh, your um your classic controller plugged into a Wiimote. Brad, I set it up. I have to set that thing yeah, up. Yeah, I remember week. doing that game trailer just being like, oh, I got to yeah, play yeah. Wii U. Yeah. Like, when I think back, I, I, I okay, I was not a Dreamcast person. I was not a Sega person. But now looking back on it, like, Dreamcast seemed like a cool system. Yes. Like, the actual it hardware. It was cool. Was, was, is still viewed as cool. Like, that awesome. VMU. I think when people praise the Wii U, it is because of its the software library it had. If yep. they look finally back in the twenty years, like look at those great exclusives it had. They have a lot, tropical but freeze. look at those. And then people are like, look at Miiverse. That was such a cool thing. Yeah, Miiverse. I think Miiverse will look, be looked at fondly. Yeah, but the actual system itself with the gamepad, I don't like that. I think while some, I think some people might look back and like, oh, that was a cool concept ahead of its time. Like, well, it was not ahead of its time. There already were like tablets and stuff that existed. Like mm-hmm. Nintendo, the problem was they didn't go mobile enough with the gamepad. You could not take it anywhere. Yeah, Switch. Yeah, the biggest right. difference between Switch. Yep. And, well, I mean, that. they didn't have the tech. They, yeah, they just couldn't. The tech, do that. the tech wasn't there. Sure, oh, they didn't have the tech. They weren't Apple. They weren't yeah. Apple. They didn't have like you know those those resources and that. And that, that cutting edge technology and stuff. Nintendo's never been about that type of cutting edge technology. Uh, I, I think at the very least will be looked at fondly for its software. Yeah. But like I will not look fondly back on the hardware and be like, it was basically a Wii HD with a silly peripheral, way too many as Brad elaborated on, way too many of that complex stuff to access stuff. And honestly, it, sh- it came too late. 
Like for me, that was always the biggest gripe about it is that I, I sadly sided with Pactor on that. Like, where was WeHD? They took way too long. Yeah, system should have been out like in like 2010. I don't think they predicted the dip of the Wii because they were looking at their charts oh, and yeah. the Wii was like up, up, up. And they're like, like why would we do HD? This is the PS2 baby, we're yeah, riding yeah. this forever. And then it was like, plan. bow. I don't and know. Connect came out. I don't know oh, why. Xbox it series, I don't know X what happened. Series, like, you know what? I think that HD got prevalent enough. Yeah, like, did. Like people HD had HDTVs. HD yeah, you're right. HD came commonplace. Everyone's like 1080. It finally said, like, we're right now where I'm, even me, I'm like, oh, 4K, whatever. Yeah. We're eventually getting a point where it was like, you don't have 4K, are you are you dumb? Yeah. And people would be like, oh, Switch can do 4K? Like, there'll be a point where people are like, wow, every other system does 4K, but Switch can't even do 4K? Like, what is this SD system? And you'd be like, surreal. That was the problem back in the day. Like, we was like, 480. Yeah, can't even do 720p. What is this thing like? Like, it, like it, comparing to Dreamcast, that was Sega trying their hardest. Oh, at tech, yes. Yeah, and so like Dreamcast does have a different legacy because there was I I feel like more effort. And obviously, I don't want to say the Wii U wasn't a lot of effort. There was a ton of effort put into R and D mm-hmm. and everything, but it just seemed like every decision Nintendo was making at that time was disrespectful to its own audience. Whereas the Dreamcast seemed like they were just doing everything they could to launch a successful console. It really seemed like a, a huge effort behind it. Uh, the, it had more soul, I guess you could say. Close the end. So. It, had, it had a pretty good vision, like, too, in terms of, like, they knew what their Sega properties were. They knew about their strength with their arcade background. Like, Sega systems are, are pretty well known for, like, good arcade ports. Yeah. Obviously, like, Neo House Geo and stuff. Dead. And Turbo Graphics or PC Game Sister, Twin Engine. All that stuff was also known for that, but like for mainstream, like consumer friendly, like not priced ridiculously, is like oh Sega, you want, you want good arcade stuff, uh, like go, Sega and Dreamcast. Is like look at these games. We got a broadband like, port on the back of this thing. That too, yep. yeah. yeah. Like they, it was pretty unique. I yeah. think the problem they suffered was that their own their own stable of horses wasn't as strong as like say a Nintendo when like Nintendo has to rely yeah, yeah, on their own absolutely. stuff when they, they lose the third party support mm-hmm. like Dream- PlayStation 2 comes out and goes hi everybody yeah bye <laughs> look at us you're dead uh, or, or like everyone wants PlayStation 2 every developer wants to be us we're, we're more powerful than you Dreamcast DVD oh, uh, player yeah DVD player like yeah, PlayStation just yeah. came in and like steamrolled them with like every bit of muscle they had behind them which was huge like no one like it, honestly, it, like that—that that was a problem. Like Sega only had so much strengths left within it, but they yeah. were good what they had. Yeah, mm-hmm. and they were—they was clear they were on the last leg, and they chose to challenge it at that point like that. And I, I don't know. I mean, I'm sure there's some Sega historians who will have great essays about what maybe Sega could have done differently to stave it off. But looking back on it, it seemed like so inevitable at that point. Yeah, it might have happened a little sooner, I think, than I. Uh, I think they just lost a lot of money from it, before it, too. It, it was right. just like, I think oh, like yeah. the, the Saturn, the Saturn, uh-huh. exactly. Oh yeah, you got to back up and go to Saturn for that to, to talk about like the the misfire of the Saturn. Like, right. A lot of people were like, "What? What happened with Saturn? What? Oh, such a such a miscalculation with that." Um, and then trying to recover Dreamcast was asking it to do just too much, right? Uh, too much in the face of the the powerhouse that was Sony mm-hmm. and Nintendo still doing as was okay as they were back then. It was just like, and then Microsoft entering the frame, like, hey, uh, you got another console to compete with, and they had yeah, four. a bit of buzz coming behind them. Just- they, they had f- financial backing. The oh, Xbox yeah. was allowed to be a failure because Microsoft made it. And Sega did not have those deep pockets. Even right. Nintendo had yeah. pretty deep pockets for Absolutely, this time yeah. with their war chest. 
So yeah, that, that's I think that's the difference. I mean, that's what it's always jokingly referred to, like at least amongst like Nintendo sites and Nintendo fans, like. Every time everyone's like, Nintendo's in dire straits. It's like, oh, they have that war chest of billions of dollars of cash on hand. Yeah, yeah. That they go, like, they could take a system. Like, a whole cycle could be a failure for them. They're still not going anywhere. Come I on. saw it. I went to Kyoto. I got to see their war chest. Oh, you went in the vault? Yeah, yeah. Was it, like, do you get, like, swim around in, like, uh, the, the yen coins and stuff? Like that? <laughs> yeah. Oh, dude, it was right next to the room with the timeline, right? Zelda? Yeah, yeah. They wouldn't oh. let me in that room. But I thought maybe I could drill from inside the vault to oh, okay. the, to the uh, dude, timeline I, room. I, I saw the timeline room. Oh, you, they it, let you in there? It's just post-its on the wall. <laughs> Secrets revealed. And one whiteboard. Look at that. Um, a dirty, dirty whiteboard. Yeah. <laughs> so stained. With, like, a dried-out yeah. marker. <laughs> <laughs> Brad was here. Yeah. <laughs> Kyle saw it. He was mm-hmm. like, it's real. <laughs> um, I don't think it's going to ever be viewed as a waste of time on the level of a Virtual Boy. Virtual Boy is oh own God. special. Virtual Boy is yeah. 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 That will forever di- be the disaster of Nintendo. The disaster. Like, that, that is the one, the, their biggest console failure. Worse than, like, everyone's going to point to Dreamcast as, a, like, a big failure. Even Game Boy, like, Virtual Boy is on a whole other plane of existence of failures. Like, reserved for very special mm-hmm. failures. Um, so, yeah, that was not Wii U. Wii U had su- successes here and there. Yeah. It, it is not as bad as that. Um... And I don't, it is somewhere in between, but like, uh, yeah, I, I do think it, in the end it'll be viewed as one of the, uh, as a, a weaker system. With It had good games, but like every single Nintendo console has had really good, good games. games. Yeah. yeah. And I think that's the problem. Like, when you look at Wii U, that's all it's going to have. Is, uh, you can point back to a few landmark releases mm-hmm. and Miiverse. Yeah. And the novelty of a gamepad at the time, and that's about it. When I think about playing old games, I think about, this is probably just me, but I think about holding that controller in my hand how I want to. Like, I want to hold that Super Nintendo controller in my hand, that NES one, like, even the N64 one, because that special, unique feel that I feel like fit, uh, fits with each system. Then I get to the Wii U one, and I feel like I'm holding this cheap Fisher-Price, like, tablet thing. Yeah. And I don't want that. Cheap. It's bad design. I get scared every time yeah. I have to hold it. I'm like, is it broken? Did I break it? It's just been sitting around. Yeah. And I, guess- I feel the opposite. I feel like I could throw it into a parking lot and it would be fine. I hit it with a hammer. Yeah. It's fine. Uh, I, one last thing about the legacy of the Wii U, Damiani, is I think we may look back at it uh, uh, as the, the spark of like Nintendo Directs, so we might associate it with what Nintendo oh, was doing at the time. Like yeah. Nintendo's yeah. like philosophy. Uh, age of, age yeah, and of like Iwata. doing videos, the Age of Awada. Yeah, mm-hmm. just, you know, For sure. uh, a closer communication with the fan base that maybe led to the Switch. And so maybe as a, like a stepping stone, and we might look back at it fondly for that reason. I think it is the only major system to not have a unique, exclusive Zelda game released on it. The Wind Waker HD is a remake, a remaster. Yeah, like its own. So it's not original. And Breath of the Wild came out on Switch day and date as the Wii. Mm-hmm. And everyone's like, "Oh, well, Twilight Princess did that." But yeah, um, so, uh, Wii also got Skyward Sword, which is the exclusive. To Wii. Yep. GameCube got uh, the Wind Waker. Yep. Uh, and Squarely got two, okay, obviously. Yeah. Nintendo, and yes, even the handhelds all got their exclusive They skipped versions. it. Even the handhelds. They yeah. skipped it. Wow. They were like, uh... DS, DS got it. Uh, Game Boy Game Boy Color, so it's Game Boy Advance. Had the Oracles, Link's Awakening on the yeah. Game Boy. But like, I would say it wasn't for lack of trying. They tried to get that thing out, and they couldn't... I mean, correct. yeah, they, they tried. Yep. It kept being delayed, but like, yep. that's a thing that... like. I have a friend who points out to me constantly. He's like, you do realize that system was the first one that didn't have an original exclusive uh, new Zelda game released on it. Like, that's how... 
bad situation. They didn't really have like a, a like a real deal Mario, I would say either. Like 3D World's like its own kind of thing. It's not like when you think real deal 3D Mario game. Yeah. Like we had two Galaxy games. Mario Odyssey. Shortest. Oh, I'm so no, pumped. We have Switch, exactly. Oh, so it's pumped. coming right out the gate, baby. I'm so pumped, Brad. Oh, you should I be. think I'm it shaking. had the shortest, might have had the shortest lifespan of any of the Nintendo home consoles. Console-wise, probably. It, it was 2012. And oh. I think it was still one year too long. November. It had the shortest yes, lifespan. November 2012 until March of 2017. So it was not even five years. Yeah. Five short. years is good, though. Five years is about the four average. or five is what a console well, should Nintendo's last for. Yeah, average is about five years. Yeah, uh, other <sighs> system, other companies have different. Like they don't adhere to that, but like yep. for Nintendo, it has almost been clockwork for their consoles. Yeah. Like five years, yeah, yeah, five year. Anyway, that's why like twenty twenty for PS five is crazy. It should be four or five years. It really, really should. It's always it's as I get older, it's weirder to think how sh- like these shorter cycles people clamor for. I'm like, holy crap, like. Feels like PlayStation Four just came out yesterday. What do you get? We have so many games. We have so many games we haven't gone on yeah. yet. What are you talking about? PS Five. Shut up. I'm ready, Damian. Stop it. I'm ready for Stop it. Stop yeah, it, we're Kyle. Very, Stop it, Kyle. We're a minority in that. Yeah, I'd yeah, like. Sure. I'd like yeah. some more games on that system. PS Three, Xbox Three Sixty One for a while. Oh, dude. I mean, I hope it doesn't go on that long. New console hype is just so fun. Yeah, it's though. always exciting. Here's another one, kind okay, of the same vein. The last question from Evan Solomon. Hey, allies. With the end of dual screen hardware approaching do you worry for the preservation of nintendo's exhaustive library of ds and 3ds games in the coming decades what steps can be taken to preserve these games as the hardware they were developed for shrinks further into the past love and respect uh so i have some ds games on my wii u yes and i don't mind them i i think that they are preserved well um Um, how does that work is the bottom screen on your pad there's actually like there's actually like four different like implementations you can do, you Brad. Can, yeah, you, it's cool. It has a menu to configure that. Oh, so they but can just the do ba- that. But on. the base one yeah. is you turn your gamepad sideways like a D- two DS screens, and they could be split in half. Like of the top. even if they were desperate, they could split the screens up on one screen. Sure. Like that. Yeah. yeah, and like a uh, Mario Kart, you can actually like have one screen pretty big and the other little bottom screen kind of small. And so yeah, there's like lots of different. Yeah, that's that's cool. how they get around it. So yeah, I mean it is a concern though. I hear you. It's not like, especially replaying the the DS Zeldas. The stylus input is not as precise as yeah. playing it on an actual DS. And you need that. And so think of it now games. with your Switch, and you're using your dumb greasy fingers the whole time. Play games that don't require it. Um, <laughs> we're some, talking about game well, preservation though, which is important. There's other things. You know? the, yeah, I mean, they had a way systems. to do it, but like they're like the closing the clamshell thing was a puzzle in Phantom Hourglass. So when I got yeah. to that part, I was like, wait. How the hell do you do that? Yeah, on that, right. and everyone's the everyone's stream was like, "Oh, just do this." I'm like, "Okay, phew, there's a way to do that." But I mean, that gamepad's not there anymore. You got the switch. And that switch screen isn't. That's not the right. There's no. You can't play remotely on your switch and also see it on TV screen. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So DS and 3DS games on there would be a little bit more challenging because you don't. At least Wii U had the option of like you could display something on your TV screen and the gamepad, mm-hmm. or the gamepad. Uh, the screen size is exactly the same, I believe, as the Switch, but that would be your only option. Yeah. Um, and it's a, it's more of a novelty to, to have that as a virtual console service because DS and 3DS are so relevant. Mm-hmm. But as those things are like phased out in favor of whatever Nintendo does in the future, Switch, whatever, beyond, DS and 3DS the games are the ones I worried about the most because the other ones are so... Single screen experiences are so easy to emulate and stuff on whatever virtual console service they're going to do. Yep. Just like every other system... When Nintendo gets quirky, especially motion controls, like 
When, when, what happens when we get to a system where there are no more motion controls and you want to play like Skyward Sword? Like, if they did Skyward Sword and Switch Virtual Console, yes, you have the Joy-Cons, you can detach, you yeah. can technically still do that. What happens when they come out with a Switch 2 and there's no more gyro controls, no more motion, they abandon all of that? Like, um, the more unique Nintendo's been in the past, the harder it's going to be to preserve those games outside of the original release. I don't think that's a necessarily a huge concern for them, because they're always looking towards the future. It's going to be like how you can't get some stuff nowadays, like... The only way you can play a Virtual Boy game is by having that Virtual Boy. Yeah. Oh, like yeah. your 3DO or stuff like that. Your um, Philips CDI. Like you got to have that kind of stuff. It's people are just going to have to keep these things around. Yeah. I, but I feel like there are certain titles, no matter what company it is, especially in games, landmark titles that continuously get re released in some fashion. And they're so easy to do. Mm-hmm. And I know I keep picking on it, but like Skyward Sword. It might not be my favorite Zelda game, but it's still a console Zelda game. Mm hmm. Unless they redo that game to adjust for traditional controls, which would take paper, a lot of work, take a lot of work. Yeah, that is going forward. If then they abandon motion control support on future systems, it's going to be harder and harder for a huge entry in a, one of the biggest video game series to replay that. Yeah, you'll be like, oh, I can go play any of the Zelda games super easily, even Twilight Princess, because they could just take the GameCube version uh-huh. and keep reporting that one because mm-hmm. they made one without motion controls. But you got Skyward Sword. Even Phantom Hourglass, if they like that one, I could see being easier to rework with traditional controls. There's a few spots where you got to draw on the puzzles or whatever. You have to do that all the time. They they could change it to like a multiple choice. Oh yeah, like, like Okami and stuff too. Actually, like, Okami's you know, got no puzzles where you, you like yeah. you know the answer, but like until you discover it in the game, it won't let you do it. Yeah, uh-huh. yeah. There there are easier workarounds, but like most like the combat in Breath of the Wild, like the the the, the like moving the controls around like in like in, in free space like that. I think it could be reworked, but like it's it's I think it's the most unique degree of expression of motion controls and. Oh, and, and, and I'm thinking of like the battles and than... where you have to specifically hit a slash. I mean, uh, uh, Raiden, he's got sword control. Like you can actually kind of yes, control your. That's slashes. always been like, like I've seen articles. Yeah. yeah, there have been yeah, articles by people. Game, though, when he does that. Yeah, that's what it would take. I they think. do, but like there are articles where people said like there are other analogous games yeah. that have very uh, precise sword swinging action mm-hmm. that Nintendo could try and emulate if they're going to try and take away the, the motion controls. They could they could even go to the extreme degree of completely redoing the like some of those battles to be more traditional. Oh, the puzzle base if you have to slash this way this way is gone. Like you just have to hit the sword swing at the right time. So it would take away mm-hmm. a lot from what the original experience was. And would Nintendo be comfortable doing? Yeah, here's this, this is uh, the whole problem. They could just make a new peripheral for that certain type of game if they wanted. If they make they re they rebrand or they give Skyward Sword out again, it comes with like a new thing, like it did when it came out. You could buy it with the Wii Mode, the Wii Classic, the Wii Classic. Sure, oh, it's happening in twenty years. Mark it down, dude. I don't. Wii see Classic with Skyward Sword. <laughs> Go back to being the because wo- really like yeah. Joy Cons suck. Joy Cons are are bad controllers. Yeah, uh, don't really want to play with one. Yeah. Oh, se- when they're separate. Yes. and they're not the best when attached to the system either. But yeah. they're serviceable. But on their own, and, and, and yeah, I don't like playing that way. Yeah, and I don't like the motion controls. I don't care about them. Yeah, the su- like it's weird because I'm championing like we gotta preserve Skyward Sword, but at the same time, I'm like please ditch these motion controls. They suck. Like, yeah. Deep down, I just I really want them to remake Skyward Sword with traditional controls. Somehow, mm-hmm. I would be 100 uh-huh. in favor of that. I might view that game more favorably somehow. You will. Knows? You'll realize it's the I best mean, design stuff. Was mostly <laughs> okay, my big okay. problem. But anyway, it's easy there. Uh, Satellite coming. Skyward I think Sword it, someday. With Skyward Sword, those it worked more because they went all in with it. 
all in on that game. Yeah. Not like added on with Twilight Princess, kind of like oh, yeah. this kind of yep. crap. Exactly. I I agree, and uh, we'll see. But like that—that's definitely something. It's like you can do more Galaxy without the the wand. Oh yeah, you can figure it out. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Oh yeah. I mean, the, yeah. We'll see. Mario Galaxy is a good one to bring up too. Mm. Okay. You can. There, there already are mods that you could do most of that stuff with the GameCube. Or oh, people like playing on Dolphin and everything. Yeah, okay, you right. don't need the the motion. It's very. Yeah, like, you use like the right analog stick. Yeah, almost any game that has like a small gimmicky control, they found a way to remap it. Cool. Um. Anyway, but yeah, I the answer the yeah, again the answer to the question. I, I do have some concern about sure. DS and 3DS games going forward. A lot of them will work because they were very traditional. They just use the bottom screen as a map or something. Yeah. And all that, but. Yeah, some of those unique games, as time goes on, it's going to be, as you said, some of them are just going to be, like, as you said, Brad, you got to go get the original and somehow figure out how to play it, just like some... Yeah. Which, to be honest with you, I'm fine with. I'm fine with, uh, uh, I, I don't want to see Nintendo say, like, oh, well, we need to make this backwards compatible. We need to keep all of the games that we used to make, and then, like, uh, modifying their designs to keep all the backwards right. stuff compatible. Like, it, it's okay to move on. You need to move on you and move on the sometimes. future kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, Dumb Man with preservation, I'm more scared about digital-only games just going away, like uh, Scott Pilgrim, for example. Yeah. Like PT. MMOs, dude, just... Yeah, MMOs, just gone. done. Yep. Yeah, that's 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 a scarier prospect, honestly. Yeah. yeah. At least, yeah, this this way, if you have the hardware and stuff, they can't yeah. pull the game away from you. And I'll be confident I could, like, find, like, Nintendo systems to buy if I want. Yeah, I, I think of all the systems, you probably don't have to worry too... I mean... Like, some of the, like, uh, a 3D, like, or, sorry, a CDI will be way harder to find oh, yeah. that yeah. works. A hundred years from now, you'll be able to get a Nintendo DS. If you oh, wanted a Nintendo DS 100 years from now, you'll still be able to get Might cost you a lot one. of money, but... I don't know. It, there's there's so many out the there. There's yeah. so many DSs out there. I think 100 years from now, you'll but still be able so to get there's so many one. extensive communities dedicated to not just preservation, but, like, the, the care and repair yeah. of Nintendo systems. Well, the, like the people who used to work in repair centers, mm-hmm. they, they know how to, the tools they use. They tell you how to like, especially order them. Like mm-hmm. they're not that expensive. So there are, they exist all the way back to the NES. There are NES repair kit stuff you can buy to fix an existing NES. Yes. That's cool. Um, but yeah, that's, uh, like, I wouldn't be surprised if there's, like, a third-party thing, like a Retron 5, but just, like, a DS kind oh, of thing. Oh, that's Where you can just cool play idea. old games on eventually, it. Yeah, eventually, yeah. yeah. Yeah, something like that in yeah, the yeah. future. So, don't don't worry too much. It is a small concern, but... But digital, be scared. Be yeah, scared. But be, be scared, scared of digital. Thank you both for those questions. Really good discussion there. Mm-hmm. Um, again, we keep going longer and longer at this show, so I, I, I apologize to the panelists. Of course, everyone who's listening is like, yeah, longer. We love this <laughs> stuff. And it's like, yeah. no, I want to keep it down to an hour. I'm going to miss kickoff. Yeah, I'm sorry. I forgive you. My That's Uncharted okay. time. This is a fun podcast. This is a fun podcast. Yeah, it's, it's a good, always one. good discussion. One of the greats. Hall <laughs> Greats Podcast Edition. I'd put it in. Hall of Hates. Hall <laughs> gotta make that happen. Oh, Hall of Hates is a new thing. Hall we got a Hall of Hates. Hates. Yeah, yeah. Too. Oh. It came up. <laughs> Dude, I'm so glad I missed that stream. Hall, yeah. Hall of Hates. Hall of Hates. But, uh,. Thank you again, both. For oh, yeah, absolutely. Taking your, time yeah, out of your, your Sundays to come do this. I'm always down and, to talk uh, Nintendo. Always fun times. Thank you all, all of our listeners and watchers. Uh, no matter where you watch this, whether it's on YouTube, whether it's on uh, iTunes, SoundCloud, Stitcher, it's on Google Play now. Nice. Any of those places, you can those check bases. it out. Google Play. Thank you again for your support. And again, if you want to submit a question for the next uh, next edition of Players Pulse, I'll be putting up the post one week uh, or. 
the the week of the recording of the new episode is when I do those. That's Sunday around that time. Uh, if I don't up, patrons can submit those questions. And uh, thank you again for joining me. And jeez, uh, I'm sorry. Just think about it, if this Nintendo Direct happens this week. <laughs> we got to go another week and a half without another episode. We could do it like a, a, a Skype mini-sode or something. Yeah, I was we'll like, think about it. We'll we, think of we solutions. we got to think about some solutions for yeah. that. But anyway, thank you again for your continuous support. And we will all see you next time on Friend Code.